Blog Talk Radio.
please text me and I'll call you on our, our little private line and, and, and Pastor Malachi, uh, Pastor Malachi is one of those and he makes sure that he's on every single week. So I thank the brother. Folks, tonight we have in the house the one and only Hebrew Israelite. I know some of y'all like Hebrew Israelite, but we just can't say Hebrew because the Muslims are Hebrews as well. Hebrew Israelite pioneer. Bishop R.A. Campbell. He's interviewed tonight, and uh, we're so glad to have this brother. I have thought about Bishop Campbell over the years, and just I don't know why I never really reached out with the, with any type of uh, energy to bring him on because he uh, we shared so many times up in his upper room uh, at his church there off of uh, Reading Road in uh, Cincinnati, and uh, just good conversations. You know, some of the things y'all hear me say is probably Bishop Campbell, to be very honest with you, to just to pay homage where homage is due. Uh, my friends around me, my close-knit friends over the years, I am I am part of them. Some of what you hear, you might hear a little bit of a, 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 a Benjamin of Israel in, uh, who passed away from Demona. You may hear uh, uh, Rudolph Windsor. You may, uh, you may hear... Anybody, any great people that most I've used in the past, including uh, great people that I know close up, like uh, you may hear some, I may say, of John Clark. I mean, I, I, mean, I, I may just say something that John say. I may say something that uh, Priscilla Porsche, he's been on the show before. Whenever y'all hear me say, uh, uh, how, how does he say it? Uh, uh, really, really, I can't even think right now, folks. But anyway, you're going to hear my friends. You're going to hear LSU. Some things I say. Pastor Chris is the one that said, No man has gained his free, total humanity in the land of his oppressors. That's, that's straight up Alfie Chris. You may hear me quote Sister Eliana. Do you know why? Do you know why? Because really and truly, it isn't their wisdom. It's everlasting wisdom from the Most High. So tonight, I'm hoping you hear Bishop Campbell do what he's been doing for many years. Put out that wisdom of the Most High, like he's done in that upper room, many debates. We haven't always agreed on some things, but I tell you, he has a good spirit. And uh, as an older man tonight, we want to give him the mic a little longer. And uh, But we will be a little more engaging than we was last week. Bishop Campbell, I'm letting you know that right off the bat. Um, because we truly, truly, brothers and sisters, and I'll play that little, my little theme song in the background because I want everybody to know what we are about here at this Five Smooth Song Network. Whenever I talk about the network, I like to have this song in the background. But listen, with this little engine that could, this Five Smooth Song Network, what we're really trying to do is reach people that don't know the Most High and His Son or those that do know the Most High to enhance where they're at. A lot of y'all criticize us about, oh, we don't say enough about the Savior. We don't talk enough about the basics of salvation. And it's very simple. I don't feel like I'm called to that. I feel like we are to include it. We are, it's our foundation. We bring it up almost every show, but we don't belabor the point of the teachings of Christ and, the, and laying again the foundation of repentance as Paul ex, uh, encouraged us to do, to go on to the weightier matters because the Father is doing a whole lot with his people. So we don't stay there. But I was going to, I was going with this. The Bishop Campbell is an older man, and so we're going to let him ride a little longer with the mic than we normally do with our guests. 
but Bishop Campbell just know that we will be coming, uh, 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 we will be commenting on the different things you're saying. Because here's the, here's the spot on the network. We have actually been teaching that America is Babylon. We have been teaching that. And there are millions of people that teach that. And if they're wrong, and the bishop is able to share that tonight, oh my goodness, do we need that. But I promise you, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't see it. I heard what he said last week, and I really thought about it. One of the stronger points I thought that really gave me, really got me to thinking is how he said America's broke. Wow, that was powerful. That that, that kind of knocked me on the floor. They're like, well, he's got a point. But Bishop, before I bring him, before I bring him my panel first, and then you, of course. America may be broke, but it's got the wealthiest people in it. And here's the biggest thing that really stands out. I'm gonna give you some ammunition as far as how to persuade your brother Seth. What I'm on the fence of is this. Even though you're right, America is, in, is operating the dead. She don't have to have money. Because this whore, <laughs> I believe it's the whore. <laughs> Entertain my folly for a minute. <laughs> this whore makes money out of thin air. What's more powerful, somebody with a, poly, full, a pocket full of money? Or somebody is running printing machines when they want to, whenever they want to, for whatever. I mean, they don't even have to work for it, Bishop. <laughs> this whole make money out of thin air. Go figure. Good night. They call it the fiat system. F-I-A-T. Fiat money. Out of thin air. It ain't got to be back by no gold. If you get the whole world to buy into the system, you don't need the gold. That, that Bishop is power. But she still may not be the hoe. I don't know. I'm going to let you talk about it. It's going to be very fun tonight. Y'all, we got some fun tonight. We ain't going to be sitting up here getting into no disrespectful dialogue. No. This is brothers and sisters. We love the Most High. And we love this bishop. And we respect him. And we definitely want to hear what he has to say tonight. So in the house, uh, I'm going to go ahead and uh, and uh, go to the phone lines and bring on the panel. And uh, then we're going to start we're going to bring on this bitch. First in the house, I'm going to go ahead and bring on Sister Eliana Batya, all the way from Mercy, California. Y'all, y'all got to listen about Sister Eliana before I even bring her on. Sister Eliana does not to her horn. This sister speaks five languages. She's a She leads a congregation. Sister Eliana has lots of hats. And when we get on these shows, and we just say Eliana, Sister Eliana, Brother Elishir, Brother John, Brother Alfie, Chris, Brother Leonard, we don't always go off into what they do. And you think these are just bloggers with no lives or whatever. Some of y'all may think that. So tonight, Sister Eliana, if you could take about a minute to tell a little bit about, put your horn, Sister. I mean, let us know really who is Sister Eliana and some of the things you've done. Of course, that won't do no justice. You're not what you do. We understand that. But your line is open now. If you can say hello to the people and just give us a little bit of a bio of yourself. Uh, make it about a couple of minutes, please. Welcome. Well, shalom, everybody. And uh, toot, toot, toot. This is Sister Eliana Batya. <laughs> Tooting my horn. Yes, yes, um, yes, please. So, yes, indeed. I do speak five languages. I speak English, French, Spanish, Hebrew, and Mandarin. And I am a congregation leader here in Merced, California. I've been a business owner and am still a business owner as well. I've been a notary public 
insurance agent and a real estate agent. Um, I'm very passionate about teaching our people about their Hebrew roots. I do my own blog talk. It's called um, Fresh Wind of Torah. Well, that's my blog spot, but I have uh, Wisdom of Torah on blog spot on blog talk radio. So I'm pretty connected, and I've traveled all around the world, and I'm in contact with a lot of people. I'm also um, an elected official in my county here with the United Domestic Workers Union, and I go to Sacramento. I lobby, so I'm I'm real I'm really out there in the community. I'm relevant. I'm in touch with what's going on today, but I'm also concerned about what's happening with our Hebrew Israelite congregation and people in the United States. And I'm always pushing for things that will bring us the recognition, the knowledge, and the information and the education. So that's Sister Eliana. I'm glad to be a part of the panel tonight. And I'm looking forward to gaining more information and knowledge from uh, Bishop Campbell. I'm very excited. I've uh, sent out a lot of invites to my congregation, family, and friends. So uh, hopefully they will tune in because this is a very important time, and this is good information that we need to have. So thank you so much for um, bringing me on as a panelist as well. Thank you. Yes, yes, yes. She don't know how much I really do appreciate her. And I'm going to go back to the phone line. That, that's just a little sample of Sister Eliana. I'm sure there's some things she may have forgotten. But let's go back to the phone lines. Uh, actually, let me do this before I forget. I just don't want to forget y'all. But I want to thank us uh, before I bring on Brother John. Brother John, come to you next. And then Brother Ella Shure and Pastor Chris and Brother Leonard. Uh, really quickly, I want to thank uh, uh, Hebrew Israelites groups real quick. Like, this is going to take like 30 seconds. Literally 30 seconds. Here we go. The Hebrew Israelite Kingdom, I want to preach, I want to uh, put you guys out there in the spotlight and let everybody know we really appreciate you supporting our show. I see you sometime, you allow me to post the gathering of the Israelites, the gathering of the Hebrews. Um, I mean, the Hebrew Israelite Kingdom have like 72,000 members, and the uh, gathering of Hebrew Israelite has like 30,000 members. I want to thank y'all for putting my show out there. When I woke up, I was a Hebrew. I think they have like 29,000. I guess the numbers don't matter, but anyway, children of the promise, uh, y'all over Israel, uh, uncovering the truth, our black legacy, our uh, awakening of the Hebrews, the kingdom of Israel coming, black Hebrews united, the kingdom of David, the southern kingdom, of, excuse me, not the southern kingdom, um, Israel on fire, and if I missed any, because there's a lot of them, I, I post, and they 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 uh, always put me on. I really appreciate y'all. Okay, just know that. All right, brother John, coming to you, brother. Uh, go right ahead. Uh, hold on, get your line. Okay, this is brother John Clark. Y'all know brother John. Everybody should know brother John because he's the one that normally moderate the show, but you know what? A brother John is just going to be a caller tonight from what I understand. He's not going to be a moderator, I mean, excuse me, a panelist, but I still want to bring him on just because he's on so much as moderator, like the main voice. I want to bring him on. He uh, kind of can tell you all about what he's been about and uh, whether or not he's going to continue to be a caller or a panelist. He can also tell us that, but I think he's just going to be a caller tonight, but brother John, your line is open. Go ahead and tell everybody what you do. Just a little bit more about yourself really quickly. No more than about two minutes, please. Hey, Brother Seth, how's it going? Shalom, shalom, bro. Uh, yeah, I uh, will likely uh, be just a caller today and uh, as for me and what it is that I do, by trade, I'm a mortgage broker uh, with a fledgling com- company um, and deal with real estate investment as far as foreclosures, uh, 
property flipping, again, uh, at a very small level, but excited about the prospects of where things are headed. And um, glad to be on the show, as always. Uh, glad to kind of take uh, a couple of steps back and just kind of lay back in the cut, listen in, and enjoy the show. Yes, 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 and we miss you, brother. And just so y'all know, John did a series of talking about Revelations a couple of weeks ago. You should check it out. The brother can go deep. He's he's probably the unsung of all of us because he don't do this on ever, ever. That's go. That's the most y'all can get out of John. But John, I want to appreciate you, brother. Really know that, and that we miss you as moderator as well. Please know that one for sure. <laughs> you there? Yes, I'm here. I just want you to know that we appreciate you moderate for sure. I wanted you to hear that part. We really don't no doubt. I'm glad to be of help. I'm glad to be of help. All right, folks, I'm going to keep on rolling. All right, that's Dr. John Clark. I'm going to go to meet his line since he's just going to be a caller tonight. He's got some things going on. I'm going to go to LSU Ellison. Uh, brother, LSU, your line is open 678559. Go ahead and say hello to the people and let us know. Brother LSU, I know you don't like tooting your own horn, but tonight, toot it. Please, let people know what you've been up to as far as the kingdom of the most high. Well, first of all, good evening, everyone. Uh, good evening, Brother Seth and the panelists, Sister Eliana, Pastor Chris, Brother Leonard, and, of course, um, good evening and honor to the bishop. Um, uh, I always I'm glad to have an opportunity. Oh, did I, who did I say? I just saying, Campbell, I just heard the start. Oh, oh, okay. I'm like, okay. I'm like, did I miss it? I used wrong. I'm sorry. Okay, yes, Bishop Campbell. Um, but uh, as always, you know, I'm always thrilled and very grateful to the Most High and to you, Brother Seth, and to whatever avenue that the Most High allows and uses to uh, to propagate his work and to propagate the truth of the kingdom of God. Uh, as for me, I'm a minister. It's real plain and simple. I'm a minister. I'm a preacher. By profession, I'm a writer. Um, I've written. Uh, I'm a ghostwriter. I'm kind of the guy behind the scenes. I'm in the background. Um, I make a lot of preaches that you all have heard and read their books, and many times you've read, read their books, but you didn't know that literally I was the ghost in the background making them, in a sense. Um, that's it. I don't want to put anything to that. Ghostwriting is, uh, editing is a is thing some of the that names, some of the has to do with you've, it. You've, uh, some of the names, if you don't mind, just a few of them. Um, Bishop T. Jakes, uh, Lake Miles Monroe. Um, there's a number of others. I just don't, because of a lot of the work that I do for them is ghostwriting. Um, in order for integrity purposes, I don't usually mention their name. So that's what I do. Um, and as Brother Seth knows that my heart and my intent, my modus operation is about the kingdom of God and preaching the kingdom of God and to and also just uh, highlighting, giving understanding and relevance to the prophetic truths that are in the word of God that provide us the navigation for the waters that we're treading in this end time. So in that regard, that's me. That's who I am. And, um, the ending and the beginning. It's just said I don't like a lot of fanfare. You know, just pretty serious to that point. But I'm always very grateful, very happy, very happy and pleased to be able to break bread with the children of God because literally the people of God are what I hold dear most to me in my life. So just, again, thank you for the opportunity, and I'm ready to uh, 
get into this very respectful dialogue. There's going to be much disagreement already, we know, based upon last show. But I'm pretty sure and very confident that Seth, you as the moderator, are able to navigate us through this waters, and we can do this in peace. We can do this in that which glorifies the Most High. Well, that right there is just you can't get no better than that. And again, he didn't tell us everything, y'all. Just know that. It just that's just that was sure. All right, all right. Um, and Brother Leonard, coming to you right about now. Brother Leonard is a guest. He's not one of the permanent panelists, but he's just been riding with us a few weeks, and I really like his perspective. He's not messianic, which means he don't accept the Messiah uh, as we do. Uh, in his defense, he feels like we don't accept the Old Testament the proper way, uh, uh, and, and, and we are following the New Testament in a in a way that the Most High would not appreciate. That's what Brother Lim would probably say if he was on the line in his defense, because I don't want to make it just one side. In his defense, he don't think we see the light, and in one sense, we don't think he sees the Messiah. We, and so we've talked about it, we've debated with Brother Leonard. You can go back and, again, Google those shows, uh, just Google non-Messianic, um, and then Five Simple Song Blog Talk, where you can hear Brother Leonard in his total presentation. But Brother Leonard has done a lot. I don't, I don't have people on unless they know something. He, he really reads the Apocrypha, like probably nobody else I've met. And uh, Brother Leonard, your line is open. Go ahead and say hello to the people and give us like a two-minute intro, please. Shalom, shalom, everybody. Uh, shalom, Brother. I'm, I'm Brother Leonard, and um, we have a line, it's Prophets of Awakening. It's a non-Messianic group, and um, I became awakened back in 2003. I found out that I was Israelite, and that you know his rights were black. Um, so uh, the phone line is one seven one two seven seven five seven zero three one, and uh, the, the, the pin is eleven zero two thirteen. And we meet on Wednesdays at six o'clock in the evening. Thursdays at, at uh, six o'clock. And Fridays at eight o'clock at night, and uh, we have two Sabbath classes at nine in the morning and six p.m. And so I'm constantly in the book. That's all I do. So that's who I am. Well, I think. Well, I thank you, Brother Lynn, for that. And, and folks might say, well, why would you have this non-Messianic brother? I want you Messianic, but it don't make any sense because we're family. It's just that simple. Why would you have your aunt over and your uncle over? One of them believes one of them is a Buddhist, and the other one is a, is a Methodist. When you answer that, you got my answer. We're family, and we're trying to come to one truth. I cannot say it no better than that. All right, folks, I'll read the show description. Actually, I won't read the show description because everybody knows what's happening. Brother, uh, the one and only Bishop R.E. Campbell is in the house. He's going to be talking about how America is in Babylon. We may we may venture off in the, to the New World Order. He may talk a little bit about the Four Horsemen, but just know. He wanted to talk about the America, America is in Babylon, and... Um, there you have it. So, I always like a little intro music. Y'all bear with me. Bear with my folly. It's just something I like to do. What is time? Yep, yep. Just a little cute little song. We are the people. We can do it. We better do it. 
All of the world, uh, what they call the apocalypse, everything hinges on Israel. With that remedy, return, a lot of things have to happen. So, yeah, this ain't just a cute little song by Teddy Riley and the whining. Folks, listen, I uh, want to just remind everybody, uh, you can come on the line by press one. i got a lot of new calls. I can tell these numbers I ain't never seen. Y'all probably never heard this show before. So if you want to comment, press 1, and we'll bring you on. Those of you in the chat room, oh, I haven't even opened up the chat room. My goodness. Okay, the chat room is now open. I do apologize to just now open it. But we're going to go over to the phone lines, not waiting any further. Bishop R.A. Campbell, air code 513-633. Your line is open. Just want to welcome you again to this Fossil uh, Network. How are you doing tonight, Bishop? I'm doing very good, very good. Well, Bishop, it's good uh, to have you on again. I thank you. I don't take it lightly. And uh, tonight, I just want you to just be able to talk about what you want to talk about. You said it was on your heart to talk about uh, how America is a Babylon. I have a personal thing I'd like to ask you, though, uh, because I'm getting a lot of people. I'm gonna. I would like for you to answer a question, even though I know you said you only want to talk about you want to you wanted to talk about America is in Babylon. I, I understand that, but I want to ask you a question uh, or ask a favor of you. A lot of people are saying, "What does this have to do with salvation? What does this have to do with Jesus? What does this have to do with Yeshua? What does this have to do with bringing people to to, 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 to the Father?" And there's a little noise. I don't want to keep saying it. Last week I said that a whole lot. Please watch the noise, everybody. Okay, Bishop, they're saying. This doesn't have anything to do with my salvation. Uh, this doesn't have anything to do with Christ. Will you please share with us the relevance of why everyone needs to know America is a Babylon or why this topic is even important? Who Babylon is? Why is that important to, how is that important to people's salvation before you say anything? Uh, I didn't quite uh, uh, understand your your question, I mean, uh, uh, what I was saying that uh, the Most High said that uh, in the book of uh, Isaiah 66 and 19, uh, that he was going to uh, make somebody, uh, a Gentile family, was going to bring his son home on swift beaks and uh, to the land of Israel. Right. Uh, hold, America, on a hold on a second. Hold on a second. Cause I don't know if you heard me. Hold on a second. And Elder uh, Rick, are you there? Yeah, Rick. Yeah, Rick yeah, is I'm on here. our land. Yeah, I'm here. And please yeah. forgive me for not mentioning yeah, uh, you, Rick, brother. What was his question, Rick? Hold on a second, Bishop. But, but I just want to just okay. apologize because uh, I'm going to look okay. fast. Elder Rick is going to be Bishop R.A. Campbell's reader tonight, folks. He is a member of the church there. And Elder Rick, just go ahead and say hello to the people out of respect for you, please. Oh, how you doing, everybody? Thank you for having us on tonight. Uh, peace to everybody. Looking forward to a fruitful discussion. Thank you. Okay, brother. Yeah, that's Elder Rick, I really appreciate it. And again, everybody, he's Elder Rick. If you have any questions or comments for him. Bishop Campbell, before you get into the deepness of everything, as you did last week, I would like to address probably no more than about three minutes. Those people that say this have nothing to do with salvation, y'all need to keep it simple, keep it Jesus, keep it Yeshua, uh, the people out here need to be saved, y'all talking about who the beast of I mean, will you comment on that or answer those people, please? Yeah, okay, now, Rick, uh, 
Uh, give me that, Rich, what he was saying real good. Well, he wants to know, he wants to know, you know, why is it important to know that America is not Babylon when it comes to our salvation? Oh, okay. Well, you got to understand, uh, salvation is based on uh, who is going to be saved or not. If you're going to be, uh, if you're going to be uh, left back or you're going to be, uh, Led into the wilderness with the uh, New Testament church. Uh, in the book of Revelation, chapter number uh, 12, the Bible said that that woman is going, the angel is going to take her in the, into the wilderness, uh, which is the New Testament church. And if you're not in that New Testament church with the uh, plan of salvation, you're going to be left back here and you're going to have to. Uh, have tribulations uh, quite a long time to be, for your salvation. Your salvation gonna be tested. If we could, uh, if we could go to Revelation chapter number twelve, uh, where we was at uh, on the on the radio, brother Rick, uh, the last four verses of chapter number twelve, it explains it the essentiality of salvation. Uh, with the uh, New Testament church. So if you could read that to our listeners uh, to answer mm-hmm. the question. Okay. Revelation uh, 12. That would be very important. Can we start at 14? Or yeah, at four, verse 14. And to the woman were given two wings of a great eagle that she might fly into the wilderness and to her place where she is nourished for a time and time and half a time from the face of the serpent. And the serpent cast out of his mouth water as a flood after the woman, that he might cause her to be carried away of the flood. And the earth helped the woman, and the earth opened her mouth and swallowed up the flood which the dragon cast out of his mouth. And the dragon was wroth with the woman and went to make war with the remnant of her seed, which keep the commandments of God, and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. There you go. There you go. So if you ain't with that woman, you left behind, and you got to fight for your salvation. You got to fight for it. But if you're with that woman, and you've been following her teaching, and you're a member of the New Testament church, which is the body of Christ, where your salvation is going to be guaranteed with for you, because you're going to be in the wilderness with that woman, with the church of the living God. And that woman is a New Testament church because in chapter number 12, verse number 1 tells you who that woman is. So read the first four verses in chapter number 1 of chapter 12 for listeners. And there appeared a great wonder in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun and the moon under her feet, and upon her head a crown of twelve stars. And she being with child cried, travailing in birth, and pain to be delivered. And there appeared another woman in heaven, and behold, a great red dragon, having seven heads and ten horns and seven crowns upon his head. And his tail drew the third part of the stars of heaven, and did cast them to the earth. And the dragon stood before the woman, which was ready to be delivered, 
or to devour her child as soon as it was born. And she brought forth a man-child who was to rule all nations with a rod of iron, and her child was caught up unto God and to his throne. And the woman fled into the wilderness, where she has a place prepared of God, that they should feed her there a thousand two hundred and three score days. And there was war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon, and the dragon fought in his angels and prevailed not. Neither was there a place found any more in heaven. Yeah, now that's it. See, now that's the uh, that's the New Testament church. That's that New Testament church that that offers salvation. See, don't nobody else offer no salvation right now, but that New Testament church with that woman having that man child is going to rule over all the Gentiles and everybody else which is Jesus Christ, which we call Jesus Christ. So salvation is very important, you know. And if you're not in the New Testament church, which uh, the church of Jesus Christ, then you're going to be left back here, and you're going to suffer tribulations 10 days. Okay, so you got to get in that church. Now, that church is a, was a Jewish church first, because uh, uh, 3,000 souls was added on the day of Pentecost, and then God gave the Gentiles the opportunity to come in through the Apostle Paul. So that's the New Testament church. Ain't no other church in the Bible but the New Testament church of Jesus Christ. That's, that's where your salvation is at. See? Now, Israel... Uh, is uh, was the first members of that New Testament church, the children of Israel. See, 3,000 souls saved on the day of Pentecost. You know, and uh, they got baptized in the name of that, the uh, uh, name of uh, Yahshua the Messiah, who we call Jesus Christ, and they received the Holy Spirit. And that's what you got now. You got to get it now. Now, natural Israel is uh, going to be, that, that New Testament church is going to represent spiritual Israel, but natural Israel is going to be uh, picked up by Yahshua the Messiah, and, uh, but they are not in the New Testament church yet. Only remnant is in the New Testament church right now. So that's, that's what's going on. Interesting, interesting. Let me just say this, uh, Pastor Chris, I don't see him. If, you, if you're in the house, Pastor Chris, press 1. John, if you have a question, don't do nothing. If you if you do have a question, don't do nothing. If you don't have a question, press 1, John Clark. Um, Bishop, I want to say this uh, because I know people are thinking this. Again, you got people tuning in all levels. And um, hold on. Uh, Brother Leonard's line for some reason wasn't open. Brother Leonard, your line is open. For some reason I had you muted. Uh, you can hear the show, but you can comment. But I don't think you probably had a comment. But anyway, Bishop Ari Campbell, again, thank you for tuning in uh, or accepting our invitation to being on the show. There are people listening to you right now, and when you say this woman carrying the saints into the wilderness, can you make that as your friend, Elder Mary? You know Elder Mary from Christ Emmanuel? Do you know her? Elder Mary from Christ uh, Emmanuel? What do you, you say, Ray? Do you 
Elder Merritt from Christ Emmanuel. You remember Elder Merritt, your friend from Christ Emmanuel? Elder yeah, Merritt. I remember uh, uh, that's the church. Uh, Christ Emmanuel was a church over here. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, but well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Down May Street. She has a saying uh, when I would talk to her. Whenever I would talk to her, Bishop, she would always say, I was trying to explain to her when I came from Demona about the law versus grace, and she would say, well, how does that look? If we are to keep the law, how does that look, Seth? She would always say that to me in this little conversation we had, and those words stuck with me. How does that look? So I'm going to do you the same way as your friend. She said, y'all used to be friends anyway. But listen, just like Elder Mary asked me, I'm going to ask you, when you say that the woman carrying the saints into the wilderness, how does that look? In in a practical sense, Bishop, how does that look? Where people can understand the sound... well, that, that's just a symbol. See, the Book of Revelation is symbols. It, it, it's not a, it's not a, no, no regular wilderness. It means that you're just gonna be protected if you're in the New Testament church. It, it's a symbol. The Book of Revelation is, is symbols. You got to know the symbol. What the symbol means? It just means that you're gonna be protected by Yahshua the Messiah. Well, that's that don't important. mean that no woman gonna be in no wilderness running around or with nothing. It just means well, that if you are you in the New Testament church, you know you that got divine protection uh, with, from Jesus Christ. That's all. That's a, it's a symbol. The symbol is that if you're in the New Testament church, which is a woman, with there's only two churches in Revelation, the woman in chapter twelve. And the woman in chapter 17, and the woman in uh, uh, in, in the book of uh, in the 18 chapter. Now, there's only two women in the God. Now, the woman in chapter 12 represents the Church of Jesus Christ. It's just a symbol. Now, it ain't. It don't. It ain't, it's not literally mean that some woman gonna you're gonna be in the wilderness, but he's just saying that you're gonna be protected. By Jesus Christ. It's a symbol. The whole book is about uh, symbols revelation. I got you. Now, let me say this. Let me, let, me, let me jump in here really quickly. Let me, let me, let me explain to you yeah, why I right there. Because there's a lot of Hebrew Israelites, folks that are learned in that area, in terms of who we are, they believe that a remnant is first going to go into a wilderness. And they oftentimes quote that passage. I'm going to say it again. There are Israelites that believe we, African Americans, are one of the large tribes, and we are. They believe that a remnant of, of them, obedient remnant of them, is going to go into the wilderness prior to going to Israel. I'm not saying my beliefs right now. I'm just, I'm trying to be a, a moderator. Uh, I'm trying to think like the person that's not going to press one because that's what makes for a good show, and that's how you get people to keep listening if you answer their questions. A lot of people have come on this show and have said that, those very words. Callers, and even in my personal life, people who believe, many of us, is going to have this wilderness experience, and they quote that passage, whereas you saying is typology. So ex- ex- elaborate, please. Well, let's go again. <laughs> let's go again. The New Testament church was set up in 70 and 30 A.D. In 30, 31 A.D., 
Y'all show the Messiah, who we call Jesus, set up the New Testament church on the day of Pentecost. Now, we're going to be keeping Pentecost uh, uh, this month on the 31st. We're going to be keeping Pentecost. Thank you for that reminder. Now, now we're going to be keeping Pentecost. Now, the New Testament church uh, on the day of Pentecost, uh, they received the Holy Spirit. Now, we have to go back to the New Testament church and Acts chapter number uh, 1, see. And then in, uh, in chapter number uh, 2, uh, the chapter number 2 came up, and uh, we're going to read that. So instead of reading the whole book, we're going to go to the, uh, the chapter number 2, and we're going to read uh, verse uh, the last 10 verses of chapter number 2. Now, read the last 10 verses in chapter number 2 for me, Rick, please. Okay. Yeah. Therefore, let all the house of Israel know assuredly that God had made the same Jesus, whom ye crucified, both Lord and Savior, Lord and Christ. Now, when they heard this, they were pricked in their heart and said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles, Men and brethren, what shall we do? Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. There you go. Now, that's the New Testament church. He, he, uh, he let them know that y'all killed the Lord of glory. Y'all killed, the, y'all, y'all, y'all made Pilate uh, kill the Lord of glory, and, and you chose uh, uh, Caesar as your king, and you uh, rejected Jesus. So he's letting them know that. that. So now, when they heard this, they was pricked in their heart and said unto uh, Peter, what shall we do? How can we correct this? And he said, well, you got to repent and be baptized in his name, in the name of Jesus Christ, which is the name of Yahshua the Messiah, and you shall receive the Holy Ghost, which is the Holy Spirit, and you're going to be steadfast in the apostles' doctrine. Now, that's the New Testament church. Now, there ain't no other church at all for salvation but that church. Salvation is nowhere else except you. Uh, now, now, does not, uh, now, natural Israel, not all natural Israel joined. Only 3,000 souls joined that church on the day of Pentecost. 3,000 souls of Israelites. Now, that's the New Testament church. If you ain't in that church, you don't have no salvation. Okay, Bishop. Now, hold on a second. Let me interject here. I have a hand that went up, and y'all have to bear with me, everybody. I will will interrupt the bishop because he don't have too many pauses in his delivery, and that's okay on this show. I want him fired away like he's on, but I will interrupt him here and there, so y'all just know that I'm not being disrespectful. But, Bishop, there's a hand that's been up for a while, and I thought it was Brother John. I thought he didn't have a question, but he actually do have a question. So you made the point. I heard you loud and clear. And let's go to the phone lines and see what Brother John Clark, who's normally the moderator for the show, he has a comment. I would love to know what his Brother John, your line is wide open there in Fort Worth, Texas. What's your comment? Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, actually, let me give uh, a foundation to the statement that I'm about to make um, because, you know, I've, I've never met Bishop Campbell, 
and um, I definitely want him and everyone that supports him to understand that we may see things differently, but by no stretch of the imagination would I consider the fact that a different position um, would be uh, something that's disrespectful. It's just a different position. Um, and so with that being said, initially I wanted to quickly state that uh, the question that you put on the table, which is people who would say, what does the uh, – uh, the, the question of who the whore is, uh, Bab mystery Babylon, what does that have to do with salvation? And the fact is, is that it has nothing to do with salvation. Um, salvation is a very foundational principle, such as the laying on of hands and things of that sort. And we've just simply moved on beyond that, as you stated in, in the beginning of your um, of your show. Um, Persons who do not know who Mystery Babylon is, they likely will have a hard time being able to decipher the season of what's to take place uh, during the time that, hey, the Messiah is about to come. You may not be able to understand that because you don't know who is who, who, who is whom. Um, and, and so from a standpoint of salvation, if you died not knowing that, your salvation is still intact. You just may have died earlier because you did not know what to do because you didn't know where you were or where you should be. Um, one of the things that the bishop stated that good I point, wanted to point. address, yes, one of the things that I wanted to, to, to address that the bishop stated in Revelations 12, the bishop was saying that the, the, the woman was the New Testament church. And um, I respectfully state that in, in Revelations 12, and, and the brother read it, uh, one, one moment, Revelations 12, verse 5, it says, And she brought forth a man-child who was to rule all nations with a rod of iron, and her child was called up unto God and to his throne. The bishop stated plainly that this was the Lord of glory, none other than Jesus, Yahweh. Uh, Yeshua, Yehoshua, however it is that one may enunciate his name, we know that him to be the Son of God. I would respectfully submit that at the time that this woman gives birth to the Son, that the, the church had not been created yet, which means that that woman, that very woman, was none other than Israel physical Israel or natural Israel as the bishop states. And the reason why we know that is because the church was not created until after the uh, Son of God was crucified. And as the bishop stated, in Acts, again, post-crucifixion, that's when the church was born. Well, this takes place, the birth of the Messiah takes place during a time that that church is not in place yet. So that very woman that we're speaking about, that's Israel, because the most high, I mean, uh, the, uh, Jesus came out of Israel, not out of the church. He created the church, but he was born from a long line of Israelites, and you can go back through that genealogy and see that he was a Hebrew, as were all of the apostles. They, they were Hebrews. Uh, okay. it, it was a heat. I mean, uh, uh, I mean uh, sir, 
That's what you're talking about. It's not even in the Bible. What you just said, you're saying, uh, it, it's, not, it's nowhere in the Bible. It's nowhere yeah, in the Bible. I just read Revelations 12. No, it's not nowhere in the Bible. If you would let me teach you something for a minute and be quiet, you're going to learn something. I ain't going to be on the radio if you don't, if you don't, you don't, you don't know what you're talking about. Let me just Let me show you how this I'm is going to go down, Bishop Campbell. That, that, look, that, hey, look, that's I already tried argument. to give you as much uh, respect as I could, but I already came off this. Hold on, hold on, I'm just the one for this one. I'm just the one for this. Hold on, hold on, What can I read what he just said? You can't read what he said. Okay, Bishop Campbell on hold, John is on hold. Bishop Campbell. You got the mic for 80% of the show, 90% of the show. Brother John disagree with you. A lot of us disagree with you. you got to be disagreed with. But that's okay because you got the mic the longest. We're going to do something we never do in the show. We're going to let you talk like 90% of the time. But when we talk to 10% of the time, even if we vehemently disagree, we ask that you take what we're saying, use your knowledge, and just show us a better way. We're supposed to have the same amount of tenacity and boldness as you have. And we're giving you the respect because you've been doing it longer, and there is a possibility you could be right. But we can't have you saying he don't know what he's talking about. Even if he's wrong. He is in the scriptures. He is quoting revelations. He may not see it right. You may not even see it right. Just because you're older doesn't mean you're smarter. It just means you're older. The Ruach is the authority on this show. Not you, not Brother John, not Brother Seth. I promise, I promise to give you 90%. But do not put people down because they disagree with you. We just can't have it. Young people are listening. This is why they don't like to talk to older people. So I'm going to open your line back up. I'm going to open Brother John's uh, brother line Seth, back if up. Brother Seth, if I could, if I could. Hold on. Not right now, Brother Elisha. Please, not right now. Not right now. If you don't mind, it's just not a good time right now. Just hold on a second. Let me open up Brother John because I want to just squash this really quick because we got a lot of time left, and this brother got a lot to say. Okay. Bishop Campbell, 513. Your line is now open, and Brother John, Bishop Campbell, your line is now open. They crucified the Lord of glory. Hold on. And they said, said, what shall we do to correct this? And Peter said, Elder Rick, I have you on, Brother, too. Listen, let me tell you, I explain what's going on, y'all. They're on the party line, and they can't always hear me because I think Elder Rick called the bishop. So they can't hear us as clear as y'all can hear us. So in the, bishop, in the bishop's defense, he may not hear me saying, hold on, hold on. But Elder Rick can. And so Elder Rick's job is to kind of say, Bishop, hold on, they're talking right now. So let's go back to 513-623 and see if the bishop has held on for a minute. Okay. Yeah, you know, the woman in Revelation, there's only two women in Revelation anyway. And the, the, when it says that example. the baby was called back to the father, that's talking about after Herod tried to kill him, and uh, then he was crucified, and now he had the right hand of the Father. It's a symbol. Bishop Campbell. Bishop Campbell. I don't know what they talk. They aggravate somebody, man. 
Bishop Campbell. Hello. Bishop Campbell. Bishop Campbell. Can you hear? Bishop, can you hear? Yeah, I hear you. Bishop <laughs> Campbell, can you hear me? Can you hear Brother Seth? If you would let me take my time. Hold, hold, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. You got these guys Campbell. on here, man. These guys don't know what they're talking about. They're messing up the whole book. They don't even know hold about no second. salvation. Elder Hood, can you hear me? They're Elder trying Hood, to make Old Testament. You're not listening. Uh, yeah. You can't hear. Listen, we're going to give you a chance. We may not, you know, just give them a chance. Yeah. Right. Well, I ain't going to be listening to no dumb stuff like that. Okay. Yeah, hold on a second. Bishop Campbell. Bishop Campbell, can you hear me? Bishop, can you hear him? Bishop, can you hear him? Yeah, I hear him now. Okay. All right, Go Bishop, ahead. listen. On this show, this is what our goal is. Our goal is to interview an older man that takes a little bit longer to talk, and we're willing to give you that. you got lots of people on this line listening to you. you got the young voices. Well, I'm not going to listen. Uh, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hear what I'm saying? I'm gonna make. I'm gonna be real quick, real quick, because we got we got to move on. Bishop uh, Campbell, there is a lot of people listening to you, and they want to hear you if they would not have tuned in. You cannot be calling people dumb and, and stupid. Or, 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 you just can't well, do it. You, why don't you just leave him alone? Cause he on here just uh, just uh, uh, he's on here not to not to benefit the people. I'm trying no, to no, 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 hold on a second, hold on a second. You call me, you hold said, look, I want to go to my program. Now, listen hold what I'm saying. Wait what I'm saying one minute. Hold on a second. Wait what I'm saying one minute. Give me a chance once and sir. Now, all I want to do on this program is come on here and give information, and then if he don't want to hear what I'm talking about, he got another philosophy, let him, get, let, let him know, come on one night and tell his story. I don't want to be debating. I don't want to do that. All I want to do is give you the understanding from the King James Version of the Bible. And that's all I want to do. I don't want to debate with him. I don't want to do okay. nothing but just give you a, a teaching, and then the people can weigh what I said against what he going to say. I don't I want him to okay. come behind me. I just want to, hey, look, okay. man, let me tell you something. All I want to do is come on this program with you, brother. I love you, and I want to just teach what I'm teaching. And then when I get through teaching, if he wants to teach something else, that's his problem. But I don't want him butting in teaching something that ain't in the Bible. He ain't gave me no scripture. I gave you scripture. I went to the New Testament and the flag on the day of Pentecost, and I gave you what Israel was going through. Okay, this is what we can do. Come on, man. This is what we can do. Ain't nobody learning nothing. You can't learn nothing from these guys because they they, they don't give you no Bible. They give you their philosophy. I gave him Bible. I didn't give him none of my philosophy. I read the King James Version of the Bible, Acts chapter number 2. All right, but we're going to let you finish. 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 What I'm going to let you do, because I can understand what you're saying, but I did let Elderwick know what kind of show was going to be, that we're going to come back and forth, and that you would not be talking as much as you did last show. I've already told the elder that. I don't know if he told you that, but I did let him know that. So this is what we're going to do. This is what we're going to do. We are going to let you go ahead and share. And I'm going to give you 15 minutes uninterrupted.
because too many people yeah, have tuned into the show. Give me 15 minutes, and then you right. can come on and say they want to. But when he button up, right. he better. I got to explain what I'm saying. He didn't even know. No, no, no. Go ahead now. Let's start now. Let's start now. Let's start now. Go right ahead. Go right ahead okay, now. Okay, now here's what we got minutes. to understand. The, the Old Testament, Jesus Christ is the son of, of the Most High. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and, and uh, with means more than one, in the Godhead. The Godhead has in the Godhead, you have Jesus, you have the Most High, and you have the one called the Word, who's a spokesman for the Most High. The Most High thinks it up. It's uh, the one called the Word, uh, uh, brings it in existence, speaks in existence. That's when they call him the Word, because he speaks in existence, but the Father bring up. The Father uh, bring up, said, we're going to make uh, man. So the one named the Word speaks in existence. Let us make man. See, it's more than one in the Godhead. It ain't no Trinity. It ain't no one God. It's two in the Godhead. The one called the Father, who is Yahweh, and the Son is called the Word, the Word. That's in John 1 and 1. Now, let's go there to John 1 and 1 so I can get this job my 15 minutes. In the book of John 1 and 1, uh, read that, uh, Brother Rick, 1 and 1. John chapter 1, verse 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God. And the Word was God. Now, the Word was God. Now, the one called the Word, read 14, verse 14 now. And the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory, the glory as the only begotten of the Father. There you go. Yeah, the one that was called the Word is the one that was became Jesus Christ. Now, that's the Godhead. Now... They, he went to his own, and his own received him not. And then he, as many as received him, to them he gave them power to be called the sons of God. That's how it started. Now, then he went over here, and then uh, and they and then they uh, then on uh, on on the uh, feast of unleavened bread, uh, when he he came in the world to die for the sins of the world, he said. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. See, so they crucified him, and he rose the third day before the sun went down on the seven-day Sabbath. They crucified him on a Wednesday. And he, and he stayed in the grave three days and three nights, and he rose on the seven-day Sabbath before the sun went down. Now, Pilate told him, said, do you want me to kill your king? They said, we have no king but Caesar. And that aggravated the Most High, and that's when we're in captivity now, because we aggravated the Most High and chose Caesar over our King Jesus. That's in the book of St. John, chapter number 19, verse number 14. Now, if you want to read that, we can read that. Now, read that, Rick, for me. Take it right there with where Pilate told him, said, do you want me to kill, uh, uh, I guess somebody, y'all want to kill somebody. I got a thief down in the basement here, and y'all can kill him, but let Jesus go. My wife told me, don't deal with this man. This man was a, a, a good man, see. 
And they said, no, we want you to kill Jesus. And we, if you don't kill him, you ain't Caesar's friend. So Pilate uh, washed his hands with it. They said, well, he didn't want to lose his job as governor. You know what I mean? So now Jesus Christ set his church up on the day of Pentecost. Now on the 30th of this month, we're going to have Pentecost. From sundown to sundown, we celebrate our day. We, we, we celebrate the Hebrew day, not the Gentile day. See, from sundown to sundown, the Bible says in the book of Luke, we celebrate our day. Now, so when they crucified him, he rose from the grave on the third day before the sun went down on the Sabbath day. He didn't rise on no Sunday morning. He wasn't crucified on no Good Friday. He spent three days and three seventy-two hours in the grave, not not 36 hours, and he rose from the grave. And he set his church up on the day of Pentecost. We go that way, he says that uh, uh, he, uh, he, uh, Peter is talking about him, uh, that he was David's son, and that y'all killed the Lord of glory. Telling Israel, he ain't talking to no Gentiles, nobody. He's talking to Israel only. He said, y'all killed the Lord of glory. Go back to Acts chapter 2. And read uh, the uh, read uh, uh, fifteen verses down. That's where you do that, Rick. Read that out to the people so they can understand where I'm coming from. Now, what okay. you say? Read that out. But Peter Acts said, chapter number two, fifteen verses down. That way, we ain't got to read the whole Bible. You know, okay. that take up too much time. Okay, but Peter, standing up with the eleven, lifted up his voice and said unto them, Ye men of Judea. And all ye that dwell at Jerusalem, be this known unto you, and hearken to my words. For these are not drunken, as ye suppose, seeing it is but the third hour of the day. But this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. And it shall come to pass in the last days, saith God, I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. And on my servants and on my handmaidens, I will pour out in those days of my spirit, and they shall prophesy. And I, sh- and I will show wonders in heaven above, and signs in the earth beneath, blood and fire and vapor of smoke. The sun shall be turned into darkness, and the moon into blood, before the great and notable day of the Lord come. And it shall come to pass that who... Whoever call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Ye men of Israel, hear these words. Jesus of Nazareth, a man approved of God among you by miracles and wonders and signs, which God did by him in the midst of you, as ye yourselves also know, him being delivered by the determinate counsel and foreknowledge of God, which he hath taken, and by wicked hands have crucified and slain. Whom God have raised up, having loosed the pains of death, because it was not possible that he should be holden of it. For David speaketh concerning him, I foresaw the Lord always before my face, for he is on my right hand, that I should not be moved. Therefore did my heart rejoice, and my tongue was glad, moreover also my flesh shall rest in hope. Because thou wilt not leave my soul in hell, neither wilt thou suffer thine holy one, to see corruption. 
Thou hast made known to me the ways of life. Thou shalt make me full of joy with thy countenance. Men and brethren, let me freely speak unto you of the patriarch David. He is both dead and buried, and his sepulchre is with us unto this day. Therefore, being a prophet and knowing that God has sworn with an oath to him that of the fruit of his loins, according to the flesh, he will raise up Christ to sit on his throne. He seeing this before, think of the resurrection of Christ. That his soul was not left in hell, neither his flesh did see corruption. This Jesus has God raised up, whereof we are all witnesses. Therefore, being by the right hand of God exalted, and having received of the Father the promise of the Holy Ghost, he have shared forth this, which ye now see and hear. For David is not ascended into the heavens, but he said himself, The Lord said unto my Lord, Sit thou on my right hand, till I make thy foes thy footstool. Therefore, let all the house of Israel know assuredly that God had made the same Jesus whom ye have crucified, both Lord and Christ. Now when they heard this, they were pricked in their hearts, and said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles, Men and brethren, what shall we do? And Peter said unto them, Repent, and be baptized, every one of you, the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. For the promise is unto you and to your children and to all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. And with many other words did he testify and exhort, saying, Save yourselves from this untoward generation. Then they that gladly received his word were baptized. On the same day, there were added unto them about 3,000 souls. And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship and in breaking of bread and in prayer. Fear came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were done by the apostles. And all that believed were together and had all things common. And sold their possessions and goods and parted them to all men as every man had need. And they, continuing daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house, did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. There you go. Did you hear that? See, that's what happened. Now, that's the Bible. That's the Bible. That's the Bible that Jesus Christ to the children of Israel that they killed him, allowed Pilate to crucify him, and he uh, rose from the grave, and David prophesied that his soul should not be left in hell. That's the New Testament church started. They was added to the church, such as should be saved. So, there's no other church in the Bible that is doing anything but Jesus' church. Now, Satan set a church up in Revelation, but he said this, this is the synagogue of, of, of Satan. But the church of Jesus Christ is what all Israelites, all Gentiles, supposed to be in that church. Now, the one Israel that don't, that not being in that church, is blind just for a season. See, the women is in the church, but the rest of the Egypt, God said, 
though the Genovese Israel uh, be as the sand of the sea, only a remnant I'm going to be saved right now. But I'm going to turn back uh, or deliver and get the rest of them after the dispensation of the Gentiles is over. That's the New Testament church. Now, you're supposed to be in that church. You get to that church by repenting, being baptized in Jesus' name, and you get the Holy Ghost sent, given to you. It's a gift. Now, that's what, I, that's what I'm, 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 God is teaching. That's what I'm teaching. And that's the plan of salvation. Now, in the book of Revelation, he's explaining how that church got started. It got started by the symbol of a woman who was married, brought forth a baby who was a, a prophesied Emmanuel in the book of Isaiah. A son was given, and she's explaining that. It's in symbols. Now, in Revelation chapter number 3, it says that uh, he uh, that uh, he's going to, a ruled nation with the rod of iron. All nations going to be ruled. And we which are Israelites that, that's in this church along with the spiritual Gentiles, we are the, the real Hebrews, they're the spiritual Gentiles, we're going to reign with him in his new kingdom. That's the, that's, that's the gospel of Jesus Christ. Ain't no other gospel of Jesus Christ but that. You know what I mean? Now, natural Israel is coming back, waking up now. They've been asleep for 2,520 years because God punished them seven times for their sins. And a time in the Hebrew calendar is 360, 360 years, not 365. And seven times 360 is 2,520 years. We've been in captivity for 2,520 years. Now, Jesus set his church up. There's no other church in the Bible but that one church where you get salvation. Ain't no salvation in natural Israel right now. Salvation is in Jesus Christ, who is Israel, who came from Israel. He's the son of God. He's all through the book of Israel. David said to him to call him Lord. So that's the that's the teaching, uh, brother. That's the teaching of Jesus Christ. Now Israel's coming back, but they're coming back with limited knowledge. They need somebody like an Israelite like me to give them the rest of the knowledge of the New Testament church. They don't need to be talking about nothing but being a member of the New Testament church, and they going to be all right. Now, regular Israel is coming back, but they waiting on, they deliver, they come out of Zion, they turn away ungodliness from them, the Bible said in the book of Romans, chapter number 11, they waiting on, they deliver. That's talking about natural Israel. I'm not talking about spirit. I'm not talking about the New Testament church. We are in the New Testament church, brothers and sisters. We are in the church okay. of Jesus Christ. All right, now, that's, what, that's what I come to do. Now, you can talk as long as you want to, but uh, that's what I came on here to say to you tonight. 
and Babylon is uh, not no America. America is just a place that's holding us for a few days, and they got to give us up. The only reason we're in America anyway is because of Isaiah 14, where the Most High said, Take them cabins whose cabins you were, and do unto your, the oppressors that they did unto you. They're the ones going to help us take us home and serve us for a thousand years, like we served them for 2,520 years. We've been serving the Gentiles for 2,520 years. I agree with that. Well, yeah, America is, uh, uh, in a few days now, from now, America going to become number two on the planet because okay. of these power and the book of Revelation is getting ready to set up in Germany. Elder a new Gentile place. The new Gentile European in Germany. So that, that's what I'm trying to tell you, man. I mean, that don't okay. need the New Testament church. They need they need right. somebody like me to help them out. They're doing wonderful, but they need somebody that know all about the New Testament church. I'm okay, not being stubborn. I mean, I'm trying to tell you that I done read to you what what went on. Now, how are you going to contradict that? How are you going to contradict what I just read? What you going to do to contradict what I just read? Well, hold on, Bishop. Hold on a second. Bishop, Bishop, can you hear me? I showed you where he said his church I need you to speak to the bishop because he can hear you in the prayer. The the 12 stars represent the 12 apostles in Revelation chapter number uh, 12. A woman represents Mary, and the baby represents Jesus Christ. And then uh, Herod was going to kill him. That's that dragon. And, but they sent him down in Egypt. If he had been a white baby, they would have known that he wouldn't have never sent him to Egypt. But he sent him to Egypt because Herod couldn't find him among all them black Africans down there from Ham. Let what you have your program because you're a good man. I love you, but uh, I don't know. Uh, uh, you got to give me some Bible. Ain't no Bible for no woman. Now, Jesus Christ is the baby. That's just talking about Jesus Christ when he was born. And Joseph, okay, the angels had taken down in Egypt. He was a baby that was born that's going to rule all nations with a rod of iron, Revelation says, in chapter number three. Read that in chapter number three where it says, Rick, that he's going to be right now. Hold on a second. Tell us. Tell us. We're trying to He's going to get his crown. He's going to get his crown. He's going to one that. That's gonna have his own crown. Right now he's sitting with his father in his crown. So read that verse for me, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna back off and let him have his beautiful program, and I'll just listen because uh, I'm just trying to read what the Bible said. These guys ain't reading no Bible. They they they, they don't know what they're talking about. Natural Israel is right now in captivity on the remedy save of Israel. You know, they, now all Israel shall be saved. The Bible says in the book of, of uh, Romans chapter number 11, all Israel shall be saved. I'm going to deliver out of Zion, talking about Yahshua the Messiah, and he's going to turn away ungodliness from it. Read that final scripture in the book of Revelation where Jesus said that uh, he uh, he's getting ready to set his own church up. 
Okay, brother, they do not read it. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. They want to get in. Hold on a second. Then I'm through. I'm going to let them have the point. Hold on. Give me a chance to express myself. That's all I wanted. And I ain't even looking for nothing else. Don't read it yet, brother. I'm reading what God says the most high in the New Testament. Okay. Bishop Campbell, can you hear me? Can you hear me? No. You know, he's the one in the God here that was... Became human being. Elder, can you can you talk with the people? Right, so yeah, right go, go ahead. He said he said he said he's done. It was, it's talking about Revelation two twenty seven. But go ahead. Okay. He said. Number one, I yeah, need you to help us. Okay. We're not going to have a go good, ahead, good show. To, can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, right. I hear you. Just hold the phone for a second. Don't say anything. <laughs> Let me mute everybody's line because there's some noise on the line here. Hold on, everybody. Okay, brother Lynn, you got some, you got a noise alarm, brother Lynn. Try, try to mute us until this time to talk. But Bishop Ari Campbell, listen, I understand what you're doing. You are here to do what you're doing. We're gonna let you continue doing what you're doing. We want more what you got to say, and more what you got to say. This is your time. But when I say hold on a second. Somebody may want to question. I know you and the one brother had some issues. I understand that. But I would ask you a simple question. I know you're an older man. I know this is a harder show because there's young people talking fast and all that. So we're going to slow the show down. I'm going to ask those with questions or comments for the bishop. Try to understand one thing. Bishop is an older man. That's why he had on Elder Rick. He can't always hear what we're saying. So don't beat up on the bishop. But, Bishop, I don't think it's a good idea to call people saying they don't know what they're talking about and all that. I think you just should do what you do, and the people are going to be able to see. We're going to let you go long, 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 then we're going to comment at the end. You're going to go long, 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 then we'll come at the end. So let's just say we don't know what we're talking about, or the brother didn't know what he was talking about, Bishop. Let him get it out. Without saying he don't know what he's talking about, then when you get when you get the mic, you just use the scriptures to show that the brother didn't know what he's talking about. But I wouldn't say to the brother, you know what you're talking about. You know why? Because that brother has hung up. And the sister that's on the panel has hung up. And the other brother has hung up. Now I have one panelist left. You know why he's probably on the phone? Because he didn't hear the dialogue earlier. So you can't disrespect people and expect them to listen to you. People are going to tune into this in the future, and when they hear you talking, saying people are dumb and stupid, they don't know what they're talking about, they're just going to hang up on the show, and we didn't reach anybody. So this is your show. Just like you have your personal show, this is part of it. You're about to go and go and go. But just let people make comments. They're not here to teach. They're not going to be long. They're no, I'm telling everybody, don't ask the bishop. Don't. I never did this before, but I'm going to do it now. Questions and comments for the bishop. Pay them for two minutes just for this show. Just for this show. Speaking of that, somebody have a question on the phone line. I'm going to go to, I think this is, uh, this look like Las Vegas. Eric code 706690. Eric code 702690 has a question or a comment for either us or yourself. Go ahead, with, uh, go ahead, call it. We'd love to know your name and your city, please. Hello? Hello, welcome to the Mountain Network. Who am I speaking with? Am I on? You're live. You're live. Go right ahead. Am I on? Can you hear me? You're live. Go well, right hello, ahead. Seth, this is Na- hello, Seth. This is Natasha. Can hey, Bishop Natasha. hear me? You're live. Hi, <laughs> can Bishop hear me? 
Yes, everybody can Bishop can hear, hear me? Everybody can hear you. You're live. Go right ahead. Bishop? Bishop? Uh, Does he know it's somebody me? Somebody talking to me? Yeah, Bishop. Yeah. Bishop. Tell him who it is. Somebody Bishop and Natasha in Las Vegas. Yeah, Bishop, 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 Bishop. He can hear you just talk. He can hear you. Bishop Bishop someone telling it's me in Las Vegas? <laughs> Uh, uh, hey, Rick, is somebody talking to me? I think it's Sister Was someone Natasha? telling us me? Yes, in Las Vegas. Hold on, hold on, everybody. Hold on, hold on. Oh, okay. Sister Natasha, hold on a second. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that's Natasha. Natasha talking to me. Is that what Bishop. it is? Yes, Bishop. Yeah. How are you? Uh, I'm doing all right. How are you? Uh, you know, all right, all right, uh, all right. I'm uh, here. I'm here. I'm here to support you. I'm, I'm here to support. About, I want to say a couple uh, things. Uh, I want to say. I'm sorry about what I, but no, no, no. I want to so, say a couple that, things. That, I want to say a couple things. You so much uh, I, that I, you don't. I, I, that Bishop, you, uh, you know, I mean, I, I'm, I'm a old, I'm a old guy. Bishop, I got you. I got you. I got you. Understand? I got yeah. you. I got you. I got you. I love you. Listen. First of all, I love you. Second of all, I love you. Third of all, I love you, and I got you now. You have taught me so much, coming with a big blessing for you. I want you to hold on, hang in, be strong. You sound great. You sound good. You, you, you sound strong. And I want to publicly say I know this man very well, he and his companion, and I know how he teaches. And, Seth, what needs to happen is when you have him on for a third time or whatever, just let him communicate because other people, he calls it philosophy. I have to agree with him on that. They had other philosophies, and he was quoting the scriptures. But I want to say that, Bishop, you've taught me so much. I'm so proud of you. I brag on you. I bragged on you all day today. I'm not taking it back. You are the baddest man of God in written Bible prophecy that I know. Yes, there's been other people in my life who have been a blessing, who are who are a blessing, but I know no one else who cracks the Bible open like you do with written Bible prophecy. I got your back. I love you. I got your back. I love you. I got your back. Seth, he needs the floor, and then on the last 15 minutes, people can come in and ask questions because what happens is people get long-winded, as you know, and they want to share share things of what they believe, and it might contradict what he believes, and I know and Bishop got aggravated. So he's in his 80s now, and he knows what he's talking about. If someone doesn't agree, it's okay, but they need to they need to disagree when he's not talking and let him talk because he is your esteemed guest tonight. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you're right. I mean, I, uh, sense. That but I didn't. Uh, 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 I mean, I, he didn't ask no question. He was just uh, uh, teaching what he uh, was teaching, and uh, you know, if he had asked me a question, then I would have answered. But he didn't ask me no question. He just began to, <laughs> to teach what he. Well, he didn't ask me no question. He just went to start teaching about something that the woman was something else, you know. So. That 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 basically me because I he and, allowed and, me to explain the symbol. The symbol Revelation is a book of symbols. And if you don't know the symbols of each each uh, event, then you uh you gonna think it's uh something that is not. And that's what I was trying and, to get him to see. That that baby yes, that sir. was yes, born yes, that yes, he had yes, is the one gonna rule all nations and that's the one who set yes, up the sir. New Testament. Yes, Yes, so sir. I'm, so I'm, uh, I'm Brother Seth, I have sorry, to. Man, that, no, no, no. Uh, Brother Seth, Brother, left, Brother Seth. Uh, if you call them back, yes. uh, uh, I mean, no, if they want to no. ask me a question, but if they Brother don't Seth, try I have to agree with Bishop. what I'm saying and twist it all up, 
Commentary. So I do have to agree with Bishop on that. Bishop, I love you so much, and I, I'm excited to come back and see you with you and Lady Shirley. And I want you to hold on, be strong. We're gonna take it to the top. Yet you you got a whole lot more to teach. We're gonna get you a brand new mic, and we're gonna take it to the top, all the way to the top, Bishop. Okay. All right, Natasha. Thank you all the way from Las Vegas. Really appreciate hearing from you. And, uh, all right. We're, we're, all we're, right. We're all right. Show. I ain't gonna lie. I don't think I've heard anybody. Uh, uh, oh. Uh, this old number one, and he's prophecy, yo. So I got a meeting now. We're going to go back to him. I'm going to let him run, but uh, I appreciate you. I really do. Okay? Thank you for that wisdom. Thank you, and thank you so much. And, and I, I'm sorry that this happened, but he just he needs the floor, and he's right. The brother did not ask him a question, so he, he, he that aggravates I him, you. and I totally understand I him. You. I, I totally understand, understand him. Okay? Understand. All right. All right. All right. Thank you. Thank it. you. Okay. Uh-huh. okay. Sure. All right. Thank you. And that's Natasha rolling all the way from uh, Las Vegas. She's uh, she's the one that actually introduced me to Bishop Campbell, and she is right. Bishop has to just roll, roll, roll. He has to just he have to be able to talk for a while. Elder Rick, if you could, just let Bishop know right now we're talking. We're going to come back to him in a second. But folks, um, we do have a panel of people, and they do have questions. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to bring them on right now, and give them a couple minutes to just say a few words. Um, folks, we got a line full of people. And I don't know who all is online. Ohio is in the house of ship for the bishop. But let me just say this. On the five foot stone network, uh, and I'm talking really quick, less than 20 seconds, okay? Because we're not going to let what, what happened earlier, we're not going to hit that um, really uh, anymore. I just want to say this one little bit, though. Uh, folks, listen really quickly. I just want to be respectful to everybody, including the bishop. All right? And Sister Natasha is right. We're going to let him flow a little longer. And what we'll do is we'll give them another 15 minutes, and we'll just ask questions, no more than two minutes a pop, two minutes a person. And then once we ask the question, Bishop, we're going to let you go over another 15 minutes. We've never done that with anybody. And because he needs that time to talk, it's okay. While he's doing his 15 minutes, he will not be interrupted. Elder Rick, I need you to tell the Bishop that. While he is talking, he will not be interrupted. I'm going to put him on a timer, actually. Um, and so when he hears a little timer, it'll make a little noise. I don't know what the noise will be. Then he knows his time is up. Or maybe we won't use a timer, but um, either I'll say something to him after 15 minutes of the timer, okay? At that time, our panelists will comment questions or comments for the bishop if they have it, and then we'll let him roll another 15 minutes. That way the bishop will talk like we said earlier 90% of the show tonight. So y'all, I promise y'all, Natasha is right. This Man of the Most High, Yah, really does have some insight into that scripture. I cannot tell y'all how right she is, but I just cannot allow comments like, you don't know what you're talking about, that's dumb, that's stupid. You know, I can't allow nobody to talk to nobody. Don't nobody have it that well. And yes, the bishop could, can be wrong. So can Brother Seth. So can anyone um, breathe in air. So let's just all say that these people on tonight's show, the panelists, have paid some serious dues walking with the Most High Yah. I respect them like I respect this bishop, and I want all of us to flow as a family tonight. So let's go to the phone lines, and let's bring on Sister. Uh, first of all, pa- Pastor Alcee Chris is in the house. 
Uh, Pastor Chris, uh, any comments on what you've heard so far? Again, y'all, I, I can't do a, a full intro on Brother Pastor Chris. He's the pastor of uh, Alathia Temple in Fort Worth. He's normally a panel on the show. He was in all with part well, I don't think he heard part one, but he said tonight, Pastor Chris, say hello to the people. Any comments quickly for the bishop or questions? Quickly. Real quickly, all I just want to say is hello, and I've been enjoying the bishop, and I just hope that uh, as, as the people of God that we can get along, disagree without becoming disagreeable, and that's enough because I want to hear the bishop. Well put, well put, Sister Eliana Bobby, your line is open now as well. Any comments or questions for the bishop, please? Yeah, no, I don't really have any questions, but I did want to make a comment. One of the, I invited a lot of people, so I did get off the line. It just sounded really confusing to me at first, um, but I, but I had uh, people texting me, so I did jump back in. And one of the uh, millennials that was actually interviewed on my show just recently on Sunday. She was saying that, you know, we have to remember we're scattered. There's 12 tribes, and we have 12 different opinions of what's going on. And so that's something we should take note of, that, you know, we are coming from different perspectives, but the Most High will bring it all together. And I wanted to hear the teaching. I don't think this is the kind of show that we we are needing to debate the bishop or try to um, bring in other points of view. We should just listen because he's paid the dues. He's an elder, he's a senior, and we need to listen. None of us have attained his age or knowledge, and so it's a good time for us to learn and for the listeners to learn. And I think that's the premise that we should be moving forward on this show. Let him teach, let us learn, and at another time we can discuss it amongst ourselves if we need clarifications or have difference of opinion. Okay, folks, and so what we'll do is uh thank you, Sister Eliana about yeah, we really appreciate you being in the house and we're gonna go back to the bishop at Erico five one three six three three. Actually let me just do something. I mean, 'cause I got a little gonna just take a little short little break, everybody. Just really quickly. If y'all don't mind. Just a short little break. Just it'll be less than three minutes here. Um but I uh, just wanna thank everybody for tuning in to this show tonight. I really, really appreciate you. Uh, so many people in the house, and I know that some of these people have to do with uh, Bishop uh, uh, Campbell. Uh, I'm sure Ari Campbell. Uh, some of these people probably like necessarily like some of the, her followers are, are in the house as well. There's no telling, but we do thank you for your time tonight, and we love you tonight. We love all people. Please know that. Uh, uh, that's where our heart is. We love it. We, we are lovers at this show, and all we want to do is just lift up Israel and. Um, and just put the word out there for Israel, our people. Tonight, again, we're dealing with the topic of who is Babylon. Bishop Campbell uh, uh, defends the fact that America isn't Babylon, and he's about to share that in a little bit. So let's take a little about a minute break, and we'll be right back, folks. Again, listen to five minutes on network. I'm Brother Seth in the house with Campbell. We'll be right back.
you folks coming back again. I, uh, Bishop R. A. Campbell is in the house, and he is firing away. Uh, and we just thank you for your presence tonight. Um, remember, folks, if you call the phone number uh, at 10 o'clock, you have to call, excuse me, keep listening to the show by clicking on a link. You click on a link, and that's how you listen. You listen to us online. You must call the show at 10 o'clock. We're going to cut off all of those that click on a link at 10 o'clock. You have to be on the phone lines if we roll over. I don't know if we'll roll over now. It depends on the bishop. But uh, we normally stop. Uh, I mean, uh, the, 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 we only contact at 10, so if you listen online, you only have to 10. But if you're on the phone lines, we can roll over to whenever the bishop wants. Again, going back to area code 513-430. Bishop Ari Campbell is doing his thing, and he has a reader, Elder Rick, with him. Y'all's line is wide open. Uh, Elder Rick is in your hand, and Bishop Campbell. Elder Campbell. Bishop Campbell. Make sure I open up the right line here because there's a lot of um, Ohio folks here. Hold on one second, everybody. All right, let's see here. Bishop Campbell. Bishop Campbell, Elder Rick. Okay, folks, I don't know what's going on here, but listen, um, Hold on, everybody. Just give me a second. It's okay. Y'all know how technology can be sometimes. I'm going to refresh my computer here. Maybe their line isn't really open like I'm thinking. Okay. uh, Pastor, uh, let's see here. Sister Eliana Baya, can you hear me okay? Eliana, can you hear me okay? Yes, I can. Okay, well, everybody can hear me. I don't know what's going on with the bishop. Um, bishop Campbell, can you hear me okay? Sign is open. Okay. Well, Sister Eliana, I'm, your line is open, and Pastor Chris, your line is open. I'm going to let y'all dialogue a little bit while I try to work on getting on the bishop. I don't know what's going on, but I know y'all have something to say with what you've heard so far. Uh, actually, Ella Shure is lying his back open as well. We hadn't heard from him in a while. So, Ella Shure, if you could just go ahead and comment. I'm going to try to get a hold of Bishop Campbell because he's not, I can't hear him on the line. Okay? Okay, sure. All right. Uh, well, All right. So, uh, the, your line is open, Ella Shure. Why don't you lead out, and I'm going to work on the bishop while y'all talk. Be right back. Okay. Okay. Well, um,. I had got out the line there for just a moment, and then I was able to get back in. Um, as to the things that the bishop was saying, um, uh, just specific in regards to Revelation chapter 12, for that, you know, actually all you have to do is just read it. It's there. Um, in regards to uh, the um, book of Revelation chapter 17 and dealing with Babylon itself, um, I just like to say a few points, you know, and then also Sister Eliana and Pastor Chris, by all means, please chime in on that if you could. And I'll just say this is that when you look at Revelation chapter 17, I think the best way to understand it is really is this. It's to just read it for what the text says. Just like in Revelation chapter 12, it says the woman who gave birth and gave birth to a son. Uh, Just as uh, John had stated, 
it was impossible for the church to have given birth to Christ because Christ in his physical manifestation on earth came before the church came before the church and we also know that when it's when, when in the bible when it says that uh salvation is of the Jews what that means is because simply put that Christ was born from the tribe of Judah he's referred to in the bible as the lion of the tribe of Judah so John was right in that regard in that 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 uh when it's talking about the woman who was pregnant and with child that's Israel and the child that she gave birth to was the Mashiach. And that child, as we know, lived 33 years and was crucified, walked the earth some 40 days after that, and then was resurrected and taken up, resurrected and taken up unto heaven. So in that regard, I think that um, John, John was right. Um, as far as Revelation chapter 7, it came to me as I, in, in chapter 17. It came to me that one of the reasons that people may believe that that Babylon or Revelation chapter 17, Mystery Babylon the Great, is the um, Catholic Church is because of a scripture that says that it's, it's about the city that, set, uh, that sets on seven hills. And historically, geographically, that's a, ref, that's a reference to Rome. But if you read the verse thereafter, and I'm trying to pull it up, it clearly says that those seven hills, just as the bishop said, because the book of Revelation deals, speaks uh, predominantly metaphorically. In other words, it's using symbols to convey a spiritual, a spiritual revelation. So in that sense, when it says seven hills, it's speaking about seven kings. And when it says kings, it's really speaking about seven kingdoms. And it talks about those very kingdoms that were manifested in Daniel's statue. I mean, the, the, the statue that was revealed to King Nebuchadnezzar, he had a dream of. And then he asked the prophet Daniel to interpret it. And when Daniel interpreted it, he gave him, he told him that these represent uh, five major empires all the way up to from the Medio Measure Empire who was in support then all the way up to the e- Egyptian Empire to the Roman Empire. And it says that there's one to come. So again, uh, we just like to take these things from the perspective of just interpreting the scripture with the scripture because the scripture does interpret itself. So in that regard, uh, Pastor Chris, uh, Sister Eliana. No, Pastor I'm going to Um, you know, but you know, but I, I brought up the last time. You know, is is Babylon? Could Babylon be a group of countries instead of just one? I've always had that question because you know, like to me, um, you know, the the Union, European Union, the Roman Catholic Church, the United States. Could it just mean a, a conglomerate of different countries uh, it represents Babylon? Because they they're kind of under the same system. But you know, a few well, of the actually, alterations. Go ahead. Actually, that's that. You know what, Pastor Chris? That's very that's very interesting that you asked that question and that you posed that because until last week I had never actually heard that in reference to Babylon. But then there is a passage in Scripture where it talks about the city that sits upon many waters, and it talks about many different nations, and that it's made up of, of different nations and different tongues. And if we look at America, we look at our populace, we are the most diverse nation on the planet of the earth. I mean, we are basically mm-hmm. the, the poster board for um, what you would call a nation of, of many nations. 
Um, mm-hmm. But if you look at Revelation chapter 10, it's saying there, and, and I think it goes down, and it talks about the ten. It talks about ten, ten, uh, ten, ten nations who have no power, but who will receive power as one hour with the beast. And the scripture clearly says that that the Most High will put in their mind to fulfill the words of God, and it says, and they will, they will hate the whore, and they will burn her with fire. And it also, when you're talking about a single entity, when it says Babylon. Hold on a second, Ellis. If I may interrupt, please forgive me. They some kind of way. The bishop and an elder thought some kind of way we, they was muted. They you know we're taking a break. I, I said it, but for some reason they ain't here. So they're back on the line. I'm so glad because I thought they hung up. So anyway, uh, 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 Bishop Campbell, your line is now open. Elder Rick, uh, LSU, please forgive me for interrupting you, but uh, you, you see what's going on here. So I'm going to mute everybody line because somebody has a lot of line there, and I don't want that to, to kill everything. Uh, so let's go back to the phone lines. And uh, bring on the one and only Bishop Campbell, y'all. Uh, as we said, we're just going to let it flow. As the Eliana suggested, as Sister Natasha suggested, just want to be peacemaker here. So, uh, Pastor Bishop Campbell, your line is open. Go right ahead, sir. Uh, yeah, Brother Rick uh, wants to ask you a question. Go right ahead. <laughs> yeah, basically, I mean, make yeah. A statement. He, he yeah, wants to, uh, Brother Rick wants to make a statement for me to you. Yeah. Well, yeah. We just had a we just we had an understanding that we understood that other people may not agree with Bishop, whatever. But he we thought that he would be able to explain his position, and then whatever. Okay, do my favor, he do my favor, it. just for time's sake, just for time's sake, because we hitting this too much. Mm-hmm. There's been three people suggesting yeah. let the bishop talk, let the bishop talk. So let's just let him talk. I follow you. I know where you're going with okay. it, but for time's sake, I don't want to bore the people. Bishop, you got it 15 minutes uninterrupted, and when we do ask you questions at the end of 15 minutes, everybody knows two minutes. Two minutes a person. Go right yeah. ahead, sir. Yeah. Well, what I, what I, sir, excuse me for uh, making the statement that uh, the young man did not know what he was talking about. Uh, excuse me for saying that, but I'm a... I'm up in my 80s, and uh, I have did a lot of dealing with uh, people. And uh, the way the Most High want me to do is that I thought you was inviting me on the program to teach, and then once I get through teaching, that your uh, people are going to ask me questions. Now, uh, I, I didn't want to be on de- debating because I don't debate with nobody because I – I teach what the Bible says. I only use scriptures. I never use my opinion. I only use scriptures. Because uh, the Bible said that the Bible... Uh, I understand, Bishop. Go right ahead. Uh, how so, is I'm, I'm very sorry to hurt the gentleman. If I hurt the gentleman's feelings, I'm very sorry. But I got the wrong understanding. I thought I was invited on here to do one thing. And uh, and I, and I, that's the reason I came on, see. Because I got, I, I got a. I'm on Facebook and everything, but I thought I was on invited. Now, if I invite you on my program to teach, then all my, all the people that's with me, they they gonna let you teach, and then they gonna ask uh, ask you questions. They ain't gonna uh, uh, take and, and make statements that Bishop, Bishop, Bishop Campbell, Bishop Campbell, Bishop Campbell. Yes, I'm Listen, sorry, man. I, I hear you, Bishop. I hear you. Apology accepted. You don't have to explain. I did mention all that to Brother Rick, how it was going to flow, but that's okay. How is America Babylon? Well, the way America is not Babylon is that 
America, number one, is not only uh, 200 years old. 200 years old. Babylon is uh, ancient. They, they, Babylon has been is uh, hundreds of years old. Hundreds of uh, a thousand years old. Babylon is. They're they're a thousand years old. America's just 200 years old. Right? They just came on the scene. They really ain't nobody but some English people that was in England who uh, uh, found this land accidentally because they thought the earth was flat and they swam off, uh, they, 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 they navigated off line and ended up in India. They thought they was in India, not in the United States. They thought they was in a country called India right now because they, they were trading tea with Britain. So America... It's just a new kid in the game. They're just a new kid in the game. They ain't no Babylon. They ain't nothing but a bunch of Europeans who brought some Negroes from uh, Africa, I mean, from England, to America. They brought the children of Israel that was in England to America uh, to to fulfill the uh, 430 years that Abraham prophesied. We've been here 200 something. We was in England 200 and uh, 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 200 years in England, and we're finishing the 400 years in America. See, uh, so when they brought us here, uh, they brought us from England, and so they—that's a kid. They ain't nobody, no Babylon. They—they—they they, they ain't a. They just uh, people just like them because they uh, 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 they watch everybody's money. They never had a coup, but that Babylon is uh, a thousand years old, or more than that, really, because uh, Babylon started with Nebuchadnezzar. Nebuchadnezzar started Babylon in the Book of Daniel. Yeah, Babylon is uh, uh, a country over there in the Middle East that was called Babylon, 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 you know. So uh, that's what I was saying now. Uh, the scripture interprets itself. So America is just a holding place for dead Jacob. Dead, I call them dead Jacob instead of Negroes. I call us that. The dead Jacobs, because we don't know who we are. You know, they change our name every six months. So one day we're black, one day we colored people, another day we Afro-Americans. Uh, next day we somebody sing a song and we something else. So that's people who've got amnesia. That's like a bunch of people with amnesia. So America is just a kid. That's a kid. Babylon started with Nebuchadnezzar. You know, Nebuchadnezzar was the first Gentile king. You know, the European, he was a, uh, the first king from Ham. He was a Hamanite, Nebuchadnezzar. And then the second uh, one came on there was the uh, Medes and Persians. And then came on there the uh, Russians, the bear. And then it came on there, the final one was... Uh, uh, the uh, beast that was diverse from the rest of them, and he picked up the spirit of Babylon. Ba- 
other line is just mean babble. The people don't know what they're talking about. They're just babbling around. They ain't, uh, they're not solid. See, mystery Babylon. Upon, uh, that means that they're babbling. They, they, they're doing like they did in the Old Testament when uh, God changed the languages. Don't nobody, everybody don't understand each other. So that's what uh, Babylon is. Uh, it started with Nebuchadnezzar in the book of Daniel. Now, if you go to the book of Daniel, that's what they, that's what the, uh, uh, the Daniel was in Babylon. He was in Babylon. And Nebuchadnezzar was a, was had the children of Israel from the tribe of Judah. And uh, he uh, uh, made images and stuff. And and then Daniel took care of him while he was out there in the yard with hair growing, with feathers growing all around his back and stuff. Daniel kept his kingdom together while well, he was uh, because he got high minded and God put him on his knees and out there like a beast, riding around with feathers growing all out his head. So America ain't no Babylon. They're just a bunch of little white folks running around. Uh, we finished our captivity run. You know, we had 400 years. Abraham said, you're going to be in the land 400 years. You're going to come out with great substance. So we're going to leave here with, a, with all the gold and silver they got down there in Fort Knox. And they're going to take us home to Jerusalem. And Yahshua going in front of us and get Esau out of there. Now the people in Jerusalem, they ain't no, ain't no Israelites. They Edomites. You know, the Bible says in the book of uh, Ezekiel that uh, Esau said, these two nations belongs to me. When they took us out, he went in there and stole our land. Obadiah talks about that. So they're not Babylon. Not even, not even uh, uh, mentioned. Now the bed broke, and this, uh, 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 this uh, plague has fixed them where they'll never be number one again. Uh, they'll be number two, and then the new beast is coming up, which is a Gentile European situation. And then China gonna kill that beast, and then God gonna set the kingdom up according to Daniel chapter number eleven, verse number seven, uh, seven and eleven, and uh, he gonna let them go into the kingdom, uh, but he gonna disarm them. He gonna take their weapons from them. Yeah. Now, uh, hey Rick, read Daniel for me. Read Daniel chapter number uh, seven, verse eleven. Read that for me, please. Daniel 7, verse 11? Yes, Daniel chapter number 7, verse number 11. Okay, hold on here. Uh, <clears throat> he looked, uh, you know, there ain't nobody sure. Babylon, niggas, I mean, they've been around. You know, these guys just showed up uh, with Columbus with his uh, uh, white man. Uh, went out, they didn't know how to... Navigate no ships anyway. They uh, they thought the world was flat. The world is round, and they swimmed out and ended up over there. And thought they was in India. That's when they called these people here Indians. These people weren't no Indians. These people was uh, people who were on a voyage from Ham. You know, they was Hamanites. You know, so we weren't allowed to go nowhere. God said you ain't going nowhere now. Unless I tell you, somebody else. Daniel 7, verse 11. Daniel 7, verse 11. I mean, chapter 7, verse 11. 
I beheld then, because of the voice of the great words which the horn spake, I beheld even till the beast was slain, and his body destroyed, and given to the burning flame. And concerning the rest of the beast, they had their dominion taken away, yet their lives were prolonged for a season and time. Did you hear that? Uh, uh, there was four beasts, and Babylon was the first beast. The, the, the one called Babylon, they, they was the first beast because they was in the country of Babylon. In Babylon, it's a country called Babylon in the Bible. It's a, it's over there where Iraq is at. Iraq is Babylon. That's where it's at. Where Saddam Hussein was at. See, now that beast was slain, but the rest of the other three beasts had their dominion taken from them. But their life was alone for a season and a time. And then got uh, now the other beast was Russia and China. Now they're gonna kill that beast that was uh different from the rest of the beasts who took the place of Babylon. You know, that's that beast getting ready to start now. America getting ready to be number two. They ain't got no money. They, the government they 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 all they owe every they China they owe all their money to China and Saudi Arabia. They done borrowed all this money. And who you think buy their tea bills every Monday morning that uh, uh, that take care of the debt? Uh, when you pay your taxes, you paying uh, China. You ain't paying the American. You paying the interest on the debt. They are in twenty two trillion dollars of a debt. Twenty two trillion in debt. They just got through making up some money with nothing behind it. To, to send me a check for twelve hundred dollars, and send everybody on the everybody in America got a check or getting ready to get one, but the check ain't got nothing behind it but a reputation. So that's I'm trying to get these people to see that Babylon been around uh, for years, for years, for years. There ain't nothing new. Babylon ain't nothing new. America just some new kid that jumped up. Uh, and, uh, uh, Columbus came over here and, and, and named these people Indians because he thought he was in, in India. Now, that's what the Bible said. And the Bible interprets itself. The Bible ain't never said nothing about America being Babylon. Ain't, never, ain't one scripture in the whole Bible called America Babylon. But it called uh, Nebuchadnezzar. Babylon, and then they call this last beast, which is the, the one that's different, that 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 that, that, that us, uh, the horse riding. Uh, he called them Babylon. He called that girl Babylon. Say that it's written on her head, Misty Babylon, the Great. Uh, now that's what the Bible said. Now I don't know what these other. What y'all believe, uh, the, but America is nothing but just somebody who's had our money. It don't be for America. We the one made them rich. God said uh, uh, we supposed to lend to many nations and borrow not. So God had to send us somewhere that we could be uh, provoked to jealousy because they're doing the same thing that we would have been doing if our forefathers had obeyed. We wouldn't be under nobody. Everybody had to be under us. So God, for God to punish us, he had to send us to a place where 
uh, they had everything that you wanted, Rolls Royce and and uh, beautiful clothes and beautiful furniture. And then you ain't getting none of that. You just sitting there watching uh, while they uh, spending money. And they're spending your money anyway because they took your black skin and made the money with it, put you out there in that cotton field and in that sugar field because they couldn't do it because of their skin color. The sun would burn them up. So that's a, that's a, that's what's going on. So, <laughs> I mean, uh, 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 read, Revelation, read, read one more time for me. Revelation chapter number uh, 17, uh, uh, where it said Misty Babylon. 17, 17, started at 17, started, uh, uh, 17 1, down to verse 6. Read it out loud, and this is the answer of Babylon. This is whore, man. America ain't no whore. She's just a, a bunch of Gentiles uh, riding, uh, you, uh, keeping you in slavery, keeping you, provoking you to jealousy. Mm-hmm. You know, now read that. Revelation 17 1. And there came one of the seven angels, which had the seven vials, and talked with me, saying unto me, Come hither. I will show unto thee the judgment of the great whore that sitteth upon many waters. Now she's setting up on this new thing that's getting ready to set up. She's going to be over many uh, people. She's going to be over many people sticking her doctrine in their head, which is the European so-called Jesus. See, so-called Jesus, not real Jesus, but the Jesus that the Catholic Church made up. See, now that, that whore, she's a Catholic. It's talking about the Catholic Church going to be riding this government that's getting ready to be set up in uh, the uh, country of Germany. Hitler was the uh, sixth head. It was six, uh, seven heads, seven resurrections of the Holy Roman Empire. Hitler was the sixth, and now we're waiting on the final one, which is the seventh. Now, read on what he said. With whom the kings of the earth have committed fornication, and the inhabitants of the earth have been made drunk with the wine of her fornication. Come on, now. America ain't made nobody uh, nothing, but they just uh, went around the world. Everybody want to come here because well, we had the, the best safe in town. Uh, they took Gaddafi's money out of there and gave it to the rebels, $80 billion, down there in Fort Knox, Kentucky. I got some of that money myself, down there in Fort Knox, Kentucky. I got some of that money myself. You know what I mean? So you got to understand that's, uh, that ain't Babylon. Come on, they ain't over no many waters. They're just another country. Obama wanted to make them uh, where they wasn't nothing. You know what I mean? He said they just eating up all the most food and stuff. That God used them to provoke Israel to jealousy. Every time, you ain't supposed, it ain't no racism. It's jealousy that God, they provoking you. We call it racism. But we somewhere where, that, uh, where everything is going on good. And we can't participate. See, now in Babylon, everybody's going to be able to participate because they're going to have the mark of the beast. Now, if they don't have the mark of the beast, they ain't going to be able to participate. But if they got the mark of the beast, everybody's going to be able to participate. 
The Bible said that if you don't have the mark of the beast, you can't buy or sell. Come on now. You, you, you can buy anything you want to in America if you got some money. They ain't put, got no, no, no mark. Of, only mark they got on you is your Social Security number. You know? If you come with some money and you ain't got no Social Security card to prove where you worked and got it, they'll take it from you. You know? The only person in America that can run around with a pocket full of money is a preacher because he can say it's the offering that we took up Sunday morning. Come on now. So now read on what he said. So he carried me away in the spirit into the wilderness, and I saw a woman sit upon a scarlet-colored beast full of names of blasphemy, having seven heads and ten horns. All right, that bad. See, that head sitting up there with many uh, heads. Remember what he said. Read that verse again. She was sitting there what? So he carried me away in the spirit into the wilderness, and I saw a woman sit upon a scarlet-colored beast full of names of blasphemy. Uh, and now she's blaspheming the word of God. See, that Catholic Church blasphemes the word of God. They took Sunday and made it the Lord's Day when the seven-day Sabbath is the Lord's Day. Mm-hmm. He ain't telling nobody to keep no Sunday. You know, she blasting, uh, she's a blaster. Now, read all about this girl. Full of names of blasphemy, having seven heads and ten horns. Now, the seven heads is the seven resurrections of the Holy Roman Empire, and the ten nations is the ones that Catholic nations in Europe that's going to give their strength to her in a few days from now. They got 23 nations in there now, but Britain doesn't come out. Because they got to serve Israel, and the other one's getting ready to come out, and there's going to be ten left in there, and they're going to be Catholic nations. They're going to be nations that believe in the Catholic doctrine. You know, we don't believe in no Catholic doctrine. We have freedom of religion. We don't believe in no religion. Anything, any kind of religion you want to do, as long as you don't mess with nobody else, you can do it in America. But you can't do it in the... In, uh, in, uh, in the England, you ain't going to be able to do it in the United, uh, over there in Germany, you know. And read on what he said about this girl. And the woman was arrayed in purple and scarlet color and decked with gold and precious stones and pearls. Now, that scarlet color is the color that them cardinals wear in the uh, Catholic Church. That scarlet color, that scarlet, you can look at a, a Catholic uh, uh, priest, a cardinal, that's the color he got on. That color, that, that lets you know what church it is, because they've got the cardinal color on. The head. Come on now, that's, uh, that red, red-looking color is the cardinal color. That's the cardinal color, like a bird, cardinal bird. You know what I mean? That's who, that's who uh, making up Babylon. Now, read on what he said. <clears throat> And a woman was arrayed in purple and scarlet color and decked with gold and precious stones and pearls, having a golden cup in her hand full of abominations and filthiness of her fornication. Read. And upon her forehead. And listen to this, Up on her forehead. Was a name written, 
Mystery Babylon the Great. Did you hat up on this woman's head? Was her name saying Mystery Babylon the Great? Now we ain't got nothing like that in the United States. Ain't no woman running around here in no religious symbols with no word Babylon the Great on her head. That's Babylon right there, what I'm reading now. She got the name up on her head, Babylon, which means confusion. Babel. They babble. Babel means that she can't understand that what she's saying because she's saying uh, she got so many different languages she got to deal with. Babel. Babel means I'm babbling. I ain't. I'm not, they can't understand me. See, that's the Catholic Church with that cardinal color. All they Cardinals wear that color. Now, one of them become a, the Pope, he's still going to wear it, but he's only going to wear it on his head. He's going to wear white everywhere else. See? Now, this is the woman up on her forehead. Now, listen to that thoroughly. Up on this woman's forehead is the Babylon, Babylon the Great. Now, find me one person in the United States that got that on the forehead. We don't have no religion. We have freedom of religion. Some of us is uh, holiness. Some of us is uh, uh, Presbyterian, Jehovah Witness, uh, seven-day events, seven-day events. Apostolic, uh, Catholic, we we can be anything we want to be, whatever we want to make up our religion. But on her forehead, this girl got uh, offshoots. She's the mother of all these uh, Sunday churches. If you go to church on Sunday, she's your mother. You protesting against her, but she's still your mother, because you got your doc. You got her doctrine. Sunday doctrine resurrection on Good Friday. Resur- resurrection uh, the crucifixion on Good Friday. Resurrection on early Sunday morning. That's thirty six hours. Jesus said, "I'm putting my whole reputation on three days and three nights, seventy two hours." They crucified him on a Wednesday. And he's buried before the sun went down. And before the sun went down on Saturday, which is the Sabbath, he rose. He didn't raise on a Sunday morning. His whole career was on three days and three nights. As Jonah was in the building, well, three days and three nights, so shall the Son of Man be in the heart of the earth three days and three nights. Now, this girl is a babbler. Now, read on what this girl is going to do to you. And upon her forehead was a name written, Mystery Babylon the Great, the mother of harlots and abominations of the earth. Now, uh, the mother of, of harlots, that means they, they look Sunday churches as her daughters. She's a big girl. She's a big whore. 
and these little Sunday churches is her little whore's daughters. She's the mother of these other churches. Ain't number two churches anywhere in the world. Jesus Church, which is a seven-day Sabbath. Uh, remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy? And her church, which it means uh, her daughter has got Hail Mary. They pray to Mary. Okay, Bishop. Hail Mary for Bishop. grace, they said. Pray for us sinners at the hour of our death. Bishop. They have praying to somebody that's already in the grave sleep. Bishop Campbell, Hail can Mary. you hear me? Bishop Campbell? Bishop Campbell? Oh, yeah, I can hear you. Did you hear what All I right. said? Now, I'm going to finish up this verse here, then I'm gonna, I want you to talk to me. Go ahead, Rick. Okay. Finish reading it, Rick. And upon her forehead was a name written, Mystery Babylon the Great, the mother of harlots and abominations of the earth. And I saw the woman drunken with the blood of the saints and with the blood of the martyrs of Jesus. And when I saw her, I wondered with great admiration. That is one was drunk with Jesus' members. The church of Jesus, she was drunk with the saints. And that's the girl. That's Babylon. That's Babylon. And it's getting ready to start because God sent this plague to break America so this new beast can come up. You can't have two superpowers at the same time. So that's what it is. That's what it is. That's what it is. America ain't nothing but justice to us. A bunch of white people provoking us to jealousy. Appreciate that, Bishop. Appreciate that. We appreciate that. And I know everybody didn't get all that. Remember, folks, these shows are recorded. As soon as the bishop go off, all of this is recorded. You can listen to it, and you can send it to your friends as well. So, listen, at this time, I want to open, to open up the uh, uh, the panel and, uh, and just see if they have anything uh, to share. Steliana, I want you to go first if you don't mind. Your line is open. Ella Shure, your line is now open. Brother Leonard, we hadn't heard from you in a while. So I'll tell you what, let's do this out of, out of fairness to Brother Leonard because we hadn't heard from him in a while. Brother Leonard and Pastor Chris we hadn't heard from. So let's do this. Brother Leonard, why don't you go first with the bishop, Pastor Chris, and then we'll go to Sister Eliana and then Ella Shure because uh, we'll do it in that order. So at this time, uh, Brother Leonard, your line is now open. Go ahead and uh, share what you have for the bishop, please. Brother Leonard? Brother Leonard? Okay, Brother Leonard, it's not his line. i got to move on quickly. Uh, hold on. I opened the wrong line. My bad. My bad. Okay, now your line is open, Brother I'm Leonard. Here. Sorry about that. Go go, uh, go ahead, okay. sir. Your line is open now. Go right ahead. Yeah, I, I just wanted him to, to break down Zechariah 14. Explain it to me. Bishop, did you hear that? Again, I told you uh, Babylon is a 
uh, thousand years old. It's Babel. It's just, uh, it only means that it's against God. It's against God. That word Babel means that it's against God. They all. It's a. It's, I keep telling you, it's thousands of years old. It ain't just started uh, here lately. It's been going on uh, ever since Nebuchadnezzar. So it's in Ezekiel. It's in Isaiah. It's in uh, Daniel. It's in uh, all the uh, prophets, and uh, it's all through the Bible, all through the Old Testament Babylon. Because it was designed. It's a. It means that we're against the Most High. It's a Babylon. It means that we we uh, is against the Most High. It's uh, it's that woman that set in dust. He said that woman set in dust in the Old Testament. Is Babylon? See, that's it's the, that's that's the the doctrine of uh, that's contrary to Jesus, to the Most High God. See, that's what that means in Ezekiel. That uh, God is looking uh, uh God see him, but he he uh, he gonna end up destroying Babylon where there won't be no more. He gonna burn a he gonna. He's going to burn the thing down in the book of Revelation. All that in the Old Testament was uh, the prophecy of Babylon. And Revelation is the closing. He told Daniel, close up the book and don't say no more about it. And John opened up the book in the book of Revelation. Okay, okay. Bishop, Bishop, Daniel Bishop, was the one that, that, that testified that we're going to be running to and for and knowledge shall increase and and uh, and we're going to see Babylon uh, 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 that's going to come up. But God okay. told us, close up the book. Don't write no more. But John owned the book up in Revelation. So I okay, can explain Bishop. what Daniel wrote down. Bishop, 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 hold on a second. Yeah. When you answer these questions, do me a favor. I want you to try to answer it in like three minutes so we can go to another question. Hold on a second, 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 hold on a second. Either we have to do it uh, that okay. way, because otherwise if you yeah, answer this question, question. I'm sorry. Hold, hold, you know, but, hold uh, on, hold, uh, hold on a second. Hold on a second, hold on a second. I got four people that probably have a question. They're going to be short. They're all going to talk less than a minute. Okay. Going, I'm going to talk less than a so minute. in other words, when, but, I, when so, somebody okay. asks me a question, I'm going to just answer it real quick. Absolutely. So we can get all the questions. Uh, so, I don't mind Brother Leonard, quickly, Brother Leonard, Brother Leonard, quickly, is that the answer your question? You don't have to go talk in five minutes on what you meant, but can you give us a little bit more feedback? Is, is that was that kind of what you're looking for? Quickly. Yeah. Well, I was I was actually wanting to know who those seven was at the end of the verse. The seven. Yeah, uh, I didn't understand the question. Good, Rick. Read that. Read that question, Rick, out so I can understand what you what the gentleman is asking us. He's talking about those seven in verse ten. Who was those seven? Who was the seven yeah. people? Yeah, in in this verse, who was the seven? It said, and I'll read it again. Who have yeah. despised the day of small things? For they shall rejoice and shall see the plummet in the hand of Zerubbabel with those. Seven. That was the, the seven was the, was the enemies that they were speaking against uh, the Most High. Now the seven was 
speaking against the most high. Seven is his is his uh, uh, perfect number. And they be seven were speaking against him, and, and that's reading the most high uh, in the seven. The seven that was speaking against him about uh, when he uh, when he showed uh, Ezekiel that uh, this is Babel what they doing. The ones that was that, that was that he showed was the ones that was speaking against the most high. Okay. All right, Brother Leonard, you have another question? Otherwise, we're going to move on to uh, Pastor Chris quickly. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. All right, Brother Leonard, thank you for being short and sweet on that. Uh, Pastor Chris of Alatia Temple, Fort Worth, Texas, your line is wide open. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Where did he go? All right, I don't see Pastor Chris' line. While I'm finding his line, Sister Ellis, Eliana, you want to ask the bishop a question or comment quickly, please? Hello? Yes. Okay, no, I just want to thank the bishop because um, in going back and explaining Babylon and tying it back to the Catholic Church, you know, over the years, we thought we started out believing that the Catholic Church was Babylon, and then it changed. There was doctrines taught that it wasn't. So by him re-explaining all of the details that surround Babylon, even the the wearing of the, the headpiece, the garment with the name on it, that really brought back a lot of clarity. So I just I'm excited to hear that that understanding, that really solid grounded understanding. And also America's place in, in uh this history as well, having that kind of brought out with a little bit more clarity about America's role. Uh, but I always, I wanted to ask the bishop, I always thought that when the scripture talks about that beast that's diverse one from another, I always thought that it had something to do with America, even though America is young. But is does America, and I know you already said it, but does America uh, play into any of these world system beasts with the kind of uh, destruction that it has carried out in, over the last uh, several hundred years? Uh, now America, America is uh, uh, by herself. She by herself because uh, she uh, is the only country in the world that don't have no kind of religion that you have to keep. Every other country got a religion that the king, uh, the uh, the uh, the uh, president, uh, you have to keep. They 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 have stayed in religion together. We the only people on the planet that don't have a state and religion mix. See, that's reason George Washington did it, because England had it. And he said, I'm not gonna have no king telling me what to do, what how to serve God. So we're not gonna have with no church gonna be different and state gonna be different. We the only country and go through all the countries, you're gonna find they, uh, if you want to practice some religion, you're going to have to practice the religion that the uh, king or the uh, head, uh, the dictator got. He ain't going to let you strike it, nothing like, nothing, nothing like that. That's when they had to sneak Bibles in everywhere they go. They got to sneak some Bibles in there. Yeah, you know, because... Uh, oh, thank you so much for <laughs> Oh, my God, I wish that. I could get people to see. You take it out oh, you're doing a good job, Bishop. You're doing a good job, Bishop. 
Eliana, any other questions for the bishop or comments quickly? No, but I think this is really good information tonight, and all of the people that I sent it out to, they're really excited because they're hearing, you know, this information. So thank you so much, Bishop, for bringing forth this knowledge here on this platform. Thank you very much. Yeah. Well, I thank okay. you all for listening to me. Well, we got one more. We got, we got another hand them. up. Uh, uh, we, we, we got another one, Bishop. Uh, uh, and that's been Brother Elishua. He has a question or a comment. Brother Elishua, if you can, uh, make it like in two minutes, if you can, or if you need a little bit longer, it's okay. Go ahead, Brother. Okay. Um, well, uh, I heard the Bishop. Now, listen very intently to what you stated. Um, I think that what you stated basically was first beginning from an assumption that um, Revelation 17 and 18 is a reference to the Catholic Church. Uh, it wasn't clearly identified as to how that is revealed in Scripture. We just went with the assumption of that. But I would like to introduce something, and I would like for I maybe, if I had the opportunity to further in the future, to clarify this. When we talk about Babylon, mystery Babylon the Great in Revelation 17, that is not the Babylon that is referred to historically. If you go, when, when you read from Daniel chapter 7, there were, six, there were five kingdoms that were revealed. And that third kingdom was the kingdom of Babylon. And Daniel told, told Nebuchadnezzar as such, and he said that there will be kingdoms that should follow you. Now, if you read in Daniel 5.27, uh, <clears throat> matter of fact, I'll read it here real quick. In Daniel 5.27, this is exactly what it states. Uh, I thought 25, it says, and this is the writing that was on the wall. They were having a party. Belshazzar, they were having a party. They started drinking from the temples uh, that were taken from the temple that was in Jerusalem. And as they were drunken in this party that had been going on for about a month now, all of a sudden there was a hand that wrote upon the wall. And this is where we tick up. And this is the writing that was written, many, many tickle, tickle of shine. This is the interpretation of the thing. Many, God hath numbered thy kingdom and finished it. Tekel, thy weighed in the balance and are found wanting. Persian, thy, Persians, thy kingdom is divided and given to the Medes and Persians. Then commanded Belshazzar that clothed Daniel with scarlet and put a chain of gold about his neck and made a proclamation concerning him that he should be third ruler in the kingdom. And that night was Belshazzar, the king of Chaldean, slain. And Darius the okay. Median took the kingdom, being about three score years. But Seth, this is very important to point. Just give me just a minute. Now, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. You have to make it a question, though, just for tonight. I know what you know where you're going with this fellowship, but you got to ask him a question. He wants questions. No, well, my question. I can well, answer that for him. I can answer it for him. No, that I was never going to answer his grandson. Let me that make that my was point, his grandson who drunk out of them cups. And then when he I'm drunk out of them that, cups, that, that, that's where the hand writes right hand on the wall. And he said, you're going to have them finished sir. and get let me read. these. You know, so so okay, I mean, uh, okay. Uh, okay. Uh, well, this uh, is my comment. I'm not going to answer your comment. Go ahead, read it. I'm not against what you read. Read it. Okay, okay. I'm willing to do it. Daniel, Daniel, I'm sorry, Isaiah chapter 13. And I'm going to read, 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 read with verse 19, Isaiah chapter 13, verse 19, 22. Now, what I just read was when the Medes and the Persians came in 
and they took over the kingdom. They came in through the water duck, and they took over the kingdom of Babylon. That's a geographical Babylon that is located in Iraq and Babylon. It is the same Babylon in which Saddam Hussein was attempted to rebuild, and then when he made that attempt to rebuild, that's when he lost his kingdom. That, king, that particular geographical place has not been inhabited since the Medes and Persians came in and destroyed it from that moment we just read, 539 B.C. Now I'll read the prophecy of it. Isaiah chapter 13, and I'm going to read with verse, I'll start with verse 19. And Babylon, the glory of kingdoms, the beauty of the Chaldeans' exploits, shall be as when God overthrew Sodom and Gomorrah. It shall never be inhabited, neither shall it be a dwelt in from generation to generation, neither shall the Arabian, the Arabian pitch tent there, neither shall the shepherds make their fold there, but the wild beasts of the desert shall lie there, and the houses shall be full of doleful creatures, and owls shall dwell there. And the wild beasts of owls shall cry and say they shall, and at that time. So at that prophecy right there, was fulfilled when the Medes and Persians well, went well, in. You let me explain. That, it, hold, hold, let on, me explain. hold on, hold on, Mr. Bishop. Let me explain what it is. Not, it's not that. It's not that. Let me make my point. Yeah, you know, you see me. I, 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 I can't talk to you, man. Uh, you done read the thing. I done read that a million times. I'm going to tell you what it is. Let me just answer. Let me, let me. You don't need to read me to nothing like I'm in a kindergarten. I know what you read, and I can explain it to you. Now, what that was saying was that the land of Babylon, which was a land in, in Iraq, would never rise again. And he also said it about Egypt land, would never be successful again because they mistreated the children of Israel. That's what that was talking about. That they would never rise again, the land that was that Israel was in, they would never be successful again. They would never be of the big shots again. And he said about Egypt too. Anywhere we've been, this place this place won't here won't be nothing no more. Any place where we went and we got mistreated, God is not gonna let it rise again. That ain't talking about no Babylon that's in the book of Revelation. That's talking about the location. Come on man. That's talking about the location. Anywhere we spend time, God said, I'm going to make a fool in of all places where you had to do time. Yet will I not make a fool in of you. But I'll chastise you and correct you. That's talking about the land of Babylon. The land where Babylon was at. That's talking about no. That ain't talking about no Babylon as a, as a, as a, a power. That's talking about that particular land. You just got to be reading it. It ain't going to never rise again. It never will be a powerful situation anymore because they mistreated the children of Israel. And he said the same thing about Egypt. And he's going to say the same thing about the United States. He said it's going to become the cage of every unclean and hateful bird. That's location. Bishop, Bishop, Bishop. That's what it is. It's talking about I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Listen, we appreciate that. I did ask the brother to be two minutes and three minutes and so he well, went over. Right. So I mean, I'm just telling him it. it's talking oh. about location. And I heard you. listen we heard to me you. one we thing. The Bible said anywhere you go to Jeremiah, where else said, Jeremiah said, I'm going to make a full end of all nations that rule off of you. They will not be nations no more. Their land will not be successful no more. Wherever we had to spend time and we got mistreated, 
God is not going to never let that particular place be successful no longer. It's talking about land. If we go to Jeremiah chapter number 31 where he says, uh, I'm going to make a full end of all places, all places, yet will I not make a full end of you. Get that from me, uh, Rick. That's over there in chapter number 30-something in the book of uh, Jeremiah. Come on, let's talk about land, man. The same thing going to be here. What do you think going to happen to this place when we leave? It's going to be left for birds and a bunch of owls and stuff. <clears throat> uh, I think it's, I, I got five, uh, let's see here. Yeah, get it from me. It's in Jeremiah Round, chapter number 31, 32, something like that. You know, 30, where it says, I'm going to make a full end of all places where you uh, was, uh, where you were scattered. Okay, Bishop. You're making a full Bishop, end of these lands. Ready? These lands ain't going to be nothing no more. They people ain't rising yeah, up. Can you read it? Me bad. Oh, I got it. Yeah, I got it. Okay, listen. Listen, y'all. We got to read, read it out loud. Read it out loud. Ask listen. it. Hold on a second. 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 What I want to do, what I want to do, okay, Bishop, I need you to hold on a second. Hold on, we can't read anything right now because I'm talking right now, so hold on a second, Bishop. (laughs) We can have you on even even perhaps for part three. I don't know if you want to come on for part three. We know now, we know now to make our questions less than two minutes and let you roll for like 15 minutes. Everybody get two minutes yeah, right. to I mean, I, I tend to be, and, and, Hold on, know, hold on, I, I hold on. I, I hold on. I've been saying that a million times, you know, because I that, got you. he said that the land will never prosper again. Babylon will never second. prosper again. You go over hold there now, they, 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 ain't, they ain't nobody. Okay, hold on a second. Well, you're just trying to get an understanding about that. That's uh-huh. all. This is what, what, this is what we're going to do. Listen, listen, listen. Uh, I hear you, I hear you, but I, I, I promise you, I laid it out to you. I said it's not going to be like before. We're going to be able to ask questions if we haven't been able to do it's that. Sad. It's, it's sad. okay. It's okay. But see, he, really read, uh, he didn't ask no questions. Hold on a second. He read a bunch of Hold stuff, and I want to explain to the people who listen what he's talking about. I'm going to have to mute him for a second because Bishop is not the only one on the line. So someone, okay, Bishop Campbell on this show we normally ask the guests a lot of questions. We didn't do that tonight. If we have on the bishop again, now I know how we have to roll. We have to let him go 15 minutes uninterrupted. And when we do ask the questions, make them less than a minute or two, LSU meant well, but you can't do that. You have to ask him a question. If you want to prove your point, you have to do it through questions. That's how the bishop rolls. Ask him a question, back out. Ask him a question, back out. That's how we have to get if there's a part three. So I want to apologize to everybody for this show. It was a misunderstanding. It really was. It really was. 
Okay, that's all it is. We family, we've got to be able to forgive and roll on and, and, and respect our elders. Bishop mean no harm. He's just trying to get that word out, trying to get that word out, trying to get that word. Ella Shure meant no harm. Ella Shure is as kind as it can come. John meant no harm. He was as kind as it can come. We're just not used to people talking to us like the bishop do. And I understand he's old and all that, but that's just how we roll with this show. Y'all know it's all about love on this five foot soul network. So I want to just say this. I would like to have a bishop on for part three. I promise you it's going to be smoother because we're going to know. Only ask the bishop question after you roll 15 minutes and no more than two minutes, and it has to be questions. If we're going to have this bishop on, that's how we have to handle it. Now, when we go back to our regular format, it's a completely different world, okay? So that's how we have to roll if we're going to have this bishop on. That's all there is to it. I apologize to Sure. Yes, I cut you off, but I did ask you to go two or three minutes because I knew what was going to happen. So, uh, and, and Elder Rick, I was going to say this to you. When we do have you on, I would really appreciate if you and the bishop is in the same place because you're really not helping when I say, Elder Rick, you can't stop him, he can't hear you either. So you need to be in the same place with him where you can look at each other because we really need to hear from y'all. There's a reason the Father put that wisdom in the bishop. He wants us to know, but we can't have these kinds of things. It's not, it's not nobody's fault. It's a communication issue, okay? But I think I try my best to be respectful to everybody. So here's what I want to do. I want to uh, 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 go around round Robin and give everybody literally 30 seconds to comment, and then we're going to let the bishop have three minutes, and we're going to wrap up the show. It literally should be wrapped up in like no more than 10 minutes, okay? All right, so I think, hope, hope Bishop Campbell, we got you line meeting now. We're going to come to you. But at first I got a hand that went up, and I want to come to this hand really quickly. Area code 702690. I think this is Sister Natasha uh, Rowland. We're going to go to her first and we'll go to our panel. Erica, okay, all going all the way to uh, Las Vegas uh, to a familiar call that called before, so she don't have to introduce herself. But Erica code 702690, Sister Natasha, go ahead with your comments. Please make it less than a minute. Thank you. Can everyone hear me? Can Bishop, can you Everybody hear me? Everybody can hear you, Sister. Go right ahead. You're live. Well, I want to, Bishop, can Bishop hear me? Natasha, if you're live, everybody can hear you. No, no, I, I want I wanted him to respond and make sure because I have something I want to say to him. Can yeah, he, everybody can, he can brother hear, Rick hear me. Everybody, you did that before. Everybody can hear you. Just go right ahead. Right, right, right. But I wanted Bishop to respond. So I want I want okay, to say that. Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Sister. Can Bishop go hear ahead. me? Yes. Can you? Uh, let me ask you a I question. Want, out of clarification, because mm-hmm. other callers may feel like you. Why are you thinking the bishop don't hear you? I, well, I, I wanted to make sure he heard me because he, he, he wasn't hearing Sweetheart, me. Everybody hear you. The bishop, everybody in the future, they're going to hear you saying this over and over. Make your comment, please. All right. Well, I, it brought me great joy to hear Bishop on tonight. It brought me joy last week. And uh, I, I feel it's my duty to protect Bishop. Uh, he's taught me so much. And I thank you, Seth, for uh, bringing him on. And it's my duty to protect Bishop. I feel it's my duty to protect him. I thank God for Brother Rick being his armor bearer, his new armor bearer, his newest armor bearer. And as it pertains to him teaching on a radio platform or a television platform, uh, we have great plans for Bishop. So I don't personally want to see anyone debating him while he's trying to expound on the word, 
because he is an ocean. He is, I call him the walking encyclopedia. He has an ocean of information, and he is literally 20, 30, maybe as high as 40 years our senior, and I'm listening to the dialogue very well, and I think what you have suggested for the next show is an order that it should only be a short a short question, and then he elaborates because he is an ocean. He is a walking encyclopedia. This man is a walking encyclopedia, and it is my duty to protect his anointing and to protect him from debates. I don't want people debating with him. There is no, it's not going to happen in, in, in my on my watch. So we have to get him to to regular radio and get him on a major platform. He enjoy, he still enjoys it. His voice is still strong, and I want him to know that I'm coming forth to help him. Okay, sister. I got you, got you. Well, that's the one minute time. Thank I really you. appreciate you, really appreciate you, and I'm sure the bishop appreciates Thank those you. Thank you. Bishop, your line is open, but I'm yeah. not going to bring you on just yet. So you want to say uh, something quickly, like less than 20 seconds to Natasha? You got it. 20 seconds, though. i got to go to the other panelists. Uh, did okay. You, uh, can I, did, did he want me to talk, Roy? Not not yet. Just hold on a second, sir. He said uh, hold on a second. Seconds to say something to Natasha. I want you to say hi to, to Natasha really quickly, but, but i got to go to the other panelists. So... Uh, you want to just say something to Natasha really quick? Otherwise, I'm going to go to other panelists. That well, you know, I, uh, well, I appreciate what she's saying, you know, but uh, uh, I appreciate what she's saying. And uh, but I ain't anybody uh, hurting my feelings. I mean, uh, I just wanted to explain what the brother read, and that was talking about land and the God and the Most High said in the Book of Jeremiah, wherever we are held in captivity, after we leave. There's going to be no prosperity for that place. Okay. All right. Egypt, well, hold on. Left Egypt, Egypt became a base nation. See, the Bible said when we left Egypt after four and 30 years, no, I was, it became I was, a base Bishop, nation. Bishop, I was only talking about Sister Natasha. I was only talking about comments there, oh. but Sister Natasha, thank you for calling. Let's go back to the phone line. Yeah. There's another hand well, that went out. Hold on a second, Bishop. Hold on a second. I'm going to have to mute his line because we, until we get this new format for next week, this this is not going to work this way. So I'll come to you in a second, Bishop. He just can't hear for somebody. That's why we got Brother Rick with him in person next time they come on the show. And I do apologize, everybody, but I hope y'all hear my heart. I really am. I really do respect the Bishop. And like Sister uh, uh, Natasha said, he is an Ocean. But we got to get past this communication uh, blocks we got here. Erica, 707-980-707-980. Your line is open. I don't know how long you've been holding to comment, but you're on now. Go right ahead. We'd love to know your name and city, please. Erica, 707-980. Someone has a question or comment? Yes, this is Sister Kaviva. Hi, Sister Kaviva. Uh, welcome to the show. I hadn't heard your voice in a long time, Sister. Uh, yes. What's on your mind? I I really been enjoying uh, the bishop, uh, and um, you know I just wanted to make a comment. Um, you know, uh, at, at when you uh, 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 what city you calling from again? Just so we know. Uh, oh, Vallejo. I'm calling from Vallejo. Vallejo, uh, California. Cal- Go right here. Vallejo, California. Uh, when when you get reach a certain age, one of the things I find uh, even with myself that when you have when you have a thought, you must be able to complete the thought because your mind moves in a certain pattern, and once that thing is rolling out, you have to complete it, or else you'll continue to complete it, and so you can move forward to the next thought. 
those things. So with that being said, and that's what I'm finding and listening, and I've been on the both shows listening and um, hopefully the the third show, if, if you know, if the bishop comes back on, um, that you can just hear him. I really have enjoyed him. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. No, you go right ahead. Sorry about that. I had that on from earlier. Go right ahead. Okay. No, I'm just saying. I really, I've really been enjoying him. He's bringing things out. He's making things complete and full, where you can have more of an understanding. I know that we, like uh, Sister um, uh, Eliana was saying, uh, we uh, we've talked about these in the earlier years, but to bring it back and to see it unfold. Through his teaching is uh, such a wonderful, wonderful thing, and it's 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 good. It's really good to listen, and and partake. You see, and so anyway, that's all I want to say. I just really have enjoyed the bishop. Thank you. Well, I appreciate that, and um, let's go back to the phone lines. Get final uh, final thoughts again, y'all. You'll have to bear with me. I'm, y'all know I'm rushing off to work here, so let's go to uh, Sister Eliana for final words, please. And then uh, remember, Bishop Campbell, you're going to have the last words, no more than three minutes, and we'll wrap this show up. Again, Bishop Campbell, you have the final three words. We just hearing from the panel who have been holding their peace all show. Sister Eliana, please. And this is my comment. <laughs> If we're going to do a third show, it should not have any panelists. If you're going to bring in this wealth of knowledge, you should dedicate the entire show to allow the bishop to speak and to teach. Everyone can listen in the archives, and then you can do a follow-up show for comments on a different show, but not while he is teaching. I think it's disrespectful for all of us uh, folks under 60 years old, to try to match scripture knowledge with him while he is trying to teach. There are many people listening, and there will be many more listening in the archives, and it sounds rude. It sounds confusing. When we are trying to match our little bit of wisdom with his great knowledge that the Most High has given him, we should honor and treasure him because the Most High has kept him around long enough to teach us a few things. I think it's not the right platform to do a debate or to even even ask him questions at this point because he's he's dropping knowledge that we really need in these end times, and we don't have all the answers. And so we really should respect the wisdom that is before us and appreciate him in a different way. So if you're going to do a third show, I would say I will call in as a listener. I do not want to be a panelist. I do not want to interrupt him. I would like to hear him teach. I have millennials on that are in their early 20s, and they are trying to glean knowledge from a gentleman who is well into his 80s, and this is knowledge passing to the next generation of leaders. And so for us to try to bring our knowledge and and challenge him on scriptures is inappropriate because I believe that he is he is on this broadcast to teach the nations that is my comment 
This is Sister Eliana. I have enjoyed, but I have not enjoyed the interruptions and the debates that have gone on. But I would love to hear Bishop Campbell allowed to speak on a different level in the platform where he is equipped. So that is my comment tonight. Blessings and shalom to all. All right. Thank you, Sister Eliana. Okay, uh, Brother Elishua, you have the final comment. I don't see Pastor Chris. I think he had to go. Um, Y'all know that's a busy man. So, Elishua, your line is right now. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Man, I don't see Elishua. I know his line was here. Okay. Well, okay. I don't see his number. Let me check one more time, because I know that brother wanted to say something for sure. Okay. All right, Bishop Campbell, we're going to go back to your line for final comments. You have like three minutes, and we're going to wrap up the show in three minutes. Okay, everybody understand? Elder Rick, you there? Yeah. Elder Rick, uh, the line is open. Yeah. You have three yeah, minutes. The now, comment, now, the now comment before, I would before like you, to make, and then Rick, you say anything, Bishop, before you say anything, Bishop, because you have a hard time hearing. And people that's interpreting right, now, as me. Uh, Hold the on comment a second, I would Bishop, like to Bishop. make. Hold on a second. Hold on a second, Bishop. Because right. what's happening is you can't hear. And what's happening is when I say, hold on, hold on, hold on, is frustrating people. And it's not fair to me. Okay. So I want you to listen to me very careful. Very careful. All right. Nobody loves you more than this brother right here. Else I wouldn't even have you on. Okay, so let's get something out of the air that I'm feeling. I don't want to hang up the phone feeling all kind of ways is how I feel. I would love to have you back on. I'm the one who came up with the idea that we only have a minute to say that to you. Why do you think I came up with that? Because I want peace. I want peace on this network, especially if we got millennials listening. So when I say, hold on, and you can't hear, that's a problem. So I'm asking before everybody, Elder Rick, is there a way when next show happens, you can be with the bishop where you can touch him and say they're trying to talk right now? It'll be so smooth, and the bishop can even talk a lot more. Can we, can, can we accomplish that? Well, I think that, uh, honestly, I think that it's just that we all need to, uh, uh, the young lady who just spoke said it well, I think. We just need to respect the bishop. He's a, he's, he knows what he's talking about. No, 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 hold on a second. I'm not talking about, hold on a second, Elder. Hold on. I'm not talking about respecting the bishop. I mean when I say, Bishop, can you hold on a second? It may be we need to make a commercial. It may be that somebody want to ask one of those 30-second questions. After he's been going for 20 minutes, 30 minutes. So we're not talking about disrespect right now. I mean, I need to be able to do a show. I need to be able to comment, take a break, comment, uh, let everybody know they need to call the phone line before we cut off. This is a show. You have to be able to stop. If you went on CNN, like Sister Natasha was saying, anywhere, you have to be able to control your show. So if you're there in person, you're a younger guy, you're more quick. You can say, Bishop, right now, they're and then we're trying to hear from him. That's what's crazy. We're trying to hear. So is there a way you can be over in his presence next time? Well, I talk. We talk. I talk with Bishop about it. I mean, I, yeah, I'm talking about it. We we figure it out. I mean, okay. It's up to Bishop really. Maybe if you else. can't, maybe if you can't, somebody else can. Because I don't want people to to misunderstand me. I have Bishop Campbell on this show because he is profoundly like Sister Natasha said. We know what the man has. The other people on this panel don't know. So nobody wants him all more than we want him all. Nobody respects him more than Sister Natasha and myself. But when I say, hold on, Bishop, that can't happen, what's been happening tonight. And that's okay. I apologize. He's apologized. 
and we definitely can't be putting anybody down, talking about, you know, you don't know what you're talking about, all that. We, we, can, we can do it out there. Age has nothing to do with disrespectfulness. We're respecting him. He has a green, a red carpet. He's going to continue to get red carpet. You'll see. I want to make it right to y'all on the Fossil Phone Network. I want to make it right to these callers. I want them to hear the real Bishop R.A. Campbell uninterrupted. And when we do comment at the end of his long dialogue, I heard what Cecilia Leon say about not having on panelists. We'll see about that. But if we have phone lines, somebody's going to ask a question. So whether you're in the house or you're on the phone lines, we're going to ask the questions after he's been, on, been going on uninterrupted. So, uh, Bishop, next week, I promise you, you'll talk even more, less interruptions. When I say hold on a second, you'll be able to hold on because somebody's going to be with you in person. Can you take the invitation to come on next week? Well, you know, here's, uh, here's what I'm saying. And uh, make it quick because the, right said, uh, the most has said, anywhere that the children of Israel went and was mistreated. That place will never prosper again. So when he read that in the book of Babylon, he read that that was talking about the nation would never be successful again. The same thing happened in Egypt. God said Egypt is going to become a base nation because they held his people for 430 years and mistreated them. So any place where God's people held in captivity, when it's over with, God going to tear that place up. He's going to make it insignificant because there's too much uh, meanness been done in that place to his people. So that's what he was reading. Now, I'm going to get that. Uh, Rick got the scripture. I want to read it so he can have it himself. So next time he'll look at it with a different look. See, yeah, we let the right. Bible interpret itself. Now, read out, Rick, what it says. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on a second, everybody. Hold on. It's just, the it's just one verse. It's just one verse. I just want you to say it. Read it. Read it out. Hold on a second. I don't want time to run out on y'all. Listen, I don't want the show just to cut off on you. Please hear me out. Please. I don't want y'all to go out and the thing just cut off on you. All right. According to blog talk, the time, this is what I mean by one of those interruptions that's needed, is 1054. So we probably should be wrapping up the show because it can cut off on us, okay? So maybe that would be the, the cliffhanger for next week because I think you already mentioned this earlier anyway. But, Bishop, listen, uh, we only have a few minutes left, and it's going to cut off, okay? I promise you. i got to say this so we won't cut off on you. I don't want well, to there's only one verse. Can you just read the one verse? Okay, uh, go ahead. One, one verse. Then, one verse. And number one verse. It's Jeremiah uh, chapter 30, verse 11. For I am with thee, saith the Lord, to save thee. So I make a full end of all nations, whither I have scattered thee, yet I will not make a full end of thee, but I will correct thee in measure and will not leave thee altogether unpunished. That's it. Are you there? Closing? All right, there was it. There was that's, a, that's, a that, that's, 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 that's the answer to his question. See, anywhere we go, God going to make a full end of these people that mistreat us. So that's what the Bible says. The Bible interprets itself. I ain't got to interpret. Yeah, I just got to know well, where to go. Well, listen, listen. Uh, again, I now I'm now in that rush mode because of the time. 
Please understand blogging, everybody. I have to do what I have to do to hang up. Otherwise, this line going to cut off on everybody. So listen. Yeah, you're right. Uh, we, I'm, went I'm over, we went over a whole hour. We, we normally don't take this this long, so I just got to wrap up in, in, in seconds here. Bishop, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you for coming on. I apologize that it was rough. I think there was a misunderstanding on, on your part, our part. Uh, you apologize for the disrespectful things you said to the brother, and that was that was that was well taken. I'm, I'm sure by the brother because they yeah, know they're like the We tough skin. Yeah. We tough skin here. We don't want to disrespect you though. Just know that in this show, all we talk about is loving on folks. So just know that everybody. But next week, I promise you, if you come on, the way we're gonna do it, we're gonna let you talk. We everybody know it. Everybody here. You go 15 minutes. We'll ask questions, no more than a minute. Questions, no comments per se, just questions. Okay, that's just how it have to be with Bishop R. A. Campbell, and that's how we'll do it. It's not a problem. We don't always have to get our point out. I know I don't have to always get my point out. I don't have to always be heard. So that's how we'll do it. If you come on next week, are you willing to come on next week? Well, let me uh, let me see because uh, 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 let me tell you, let me call you. We're gonna call you during the uh, the week because uh, you know I, uh, you know sometimes I, I, I'm not. I can't, uh, some, you know, uh, I got, uh, I'm on medication sometime, and the medication uh, makes me sleepy. So let me see I what understand. happens. I, I, ain't no, I don't want to make a promise. Well, well, okay, keep. I'll tell you so what I'm going to try my very best, but I, I'm okay. going to call you ahead of time and let you know. Okay, I'm going to call you and let you know. I got you. So for time's sake, let me hear Okay, listen, I want to thank you for coming on. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and mute y'all's lines. Thank you. And, again, I'm only rushing, so this won't cut off on everybody, okay? Bishop R.A. Campbell, Elder Rick, thank you, thank you, thank you. You you guys, the Bishop, you were able to say a whole lot. You were able to put a whole lot out there, and I just know that the people will rewind, rewind, and play and take notes. Next week, I promise you, it'll be a whole different ball game. Every one of these panelists either will not be on or if they be on, They'll ask a quick question. We did not know how it was going to be, and so we're all learning. Please don't take it no other way, anybody, because there's no way in the world I will have Bishop R.A. Campbell on and be disrespectful to him. He couldn't hear me. I had to keep interrupting, and uh, Brother John is the nicest guy out of all of us. Out of everybody, he's the nicest guy, and ironically, you had a, a bump in with him, and that's normally the nicest guy on our panel, so I know he didn't mean any harm. So... Just know that everybody, we love here at this Five Smithstone Network, Elder Rick, Bishop Campbell. Thank you all. Thank you all so much for tonight. I'm going to go to wrap up the show at this time. Thank you for coming on, though. All right. Thank you so much. God bless you. All right. Okay, folks, and that was Bishop R.A. Campbell from Cincinnati, Ohio. He's going to be on. I'm hoping and praying next week. I really hope so. He don't know. He's going to get a red carpet. We're going to do this right, y'all, and y'all going to be here from the bishop. That's just how we have to do with him and his an older caller. We, we, we are learning. We're learning, okay? I love every single one of y'all, as I say every week, and there ain't nothing you can do about it. See you next week. <laughs>